I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. What was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? French toast. French toast. Toast, toast, toast. French toast in crepes Waffles. and pancakes. Waffles. Waffles. It's a waffle house testing the mic. Waffle house in Mexico. It's a waffle house that has four <laughs> gringos in Mexico ready to welcome you with a mariachi band. Toast. All right. I think we're there, Sammy Joe. Cool. Think we got the... I think I want breakfast now. Yeah, in Mexico for some reason. <laughs> I gotta go all the way to Mexico for their <laughs> Waffle House. Yeah, it's the best Waffle House this side of the hemisphere. <laughs> Have I told you that I I ate at a Waffle House while on my road trip? Uh, this sounds familiar. I'm sure you have. But I didn't have waffles because I was there like in you, the afternoon. Uh, well, I hate to tell you this, but you done screwed up, Sammy Joe. <laughs> uh, well, I, I can tell you I did. I had a burger. That was what? my you mistake. You don't go to the Waffle House for a burger. I know. It was very you don't go stupid. to IHOP for. I didn't feel great after. Berries. <laughs> I didn't feel great after. Yeah, I'm sure. Both psychologically and physically. <laughs> oh, what state were you in when you got your waffle? Oh, or Pat, your waffle the, burger. The absolute best state you could ever imagine. Texas. Nope. Alabama. Alabama. Oh, I've been there. Yep. Yep. That's where I was when mm-hmm. I. Uh... Very sweet people there. Very sweet. Nope. I think I was in. I was in Arkansas. <laughs> hey, that's the home of. Uh, Pretty close. President Bill Clinton there, Sammy yeah. Joe. Did you know that? That's what I, I was trying to think. I was like, I'm pretty sure B- Bill Clinton is from the state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Remember yeah. that uh, video game NBA Jam? He's on fire. Heating up. Remember that one? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. Well, is I mean, ar- I remember, but I never played it. It was a fantastic arcade basketball game. And if you would put your uh, initials in the game as you played, so you could, you know, keep your scores and whatnot, mm-hmm. if you yeah. put an ARK like Arkansas, you would play as Bill Clinton. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like a code, cheat code. You know what's crazy is we have a state called Kansas. Yeah. And then we have another state that's spelled the same way, but we put an A and an R in front of it. And Arkansas. somehow we, we pronounce it Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just feel bad for anyone trying to learn English, especially yeah. American English. Like you Kansas know? and Arkansas. No, that's Arkansas. Nope. Saul. You don't even like, say the last S. Also, like tear and tear. Yeah. They're spelled the same way, but you uh-huh. use them entirely differently. Right. I know. And I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. yeah anyway. Anyways. Welcome, welcome to Kicking and Streaming. Yes. Welcome back, where we everybody. we dissect language now. Yeah. Sorry for the uh, week off there. That was, that was, uh, oh, no, we planned that one. We planned yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah that there was we planned. Go. Okay. Yep. Yeah, everybody knew you were going on vacation. I was going on vacation. Father's Day vacation. Uh-huh. 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 Did so, a little bit so of So where'd you go? I think well, you told us. Well, Sammy I Joe, where. I don't know if I said it on the on the airwaves, but mm-hmm. where I went with me family is we went down to New York and visited a little place called Legoland. That's fun. Yeah. It was fun. We had I a- went a really long time ago. Yeah. Well, this one's a new one. This is a new Legoland just built. 
in 2021, and the okay, kids well, loved it. Okay, well, where did I go? I don't know. Yeah, I think you went to uh, Wally World. I don't know what that is. That's from Vacation, the movie Vacation. It's made up theme park. It doesn't exist. Oh, National Lampoons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where Plus, they're it, wasn't to get it closed to. when they got there? Yeah, it was there? closed when they showed up. It's <laughs> 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 a great movie. Um, yeah. 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 I definitely went somewhere. There's one in Florida. There's a Legoland in Florida. I heard oh, okay. there's one in Boston, that maybe? Must, I, that must be where I went. I think I went to the one in Florida. Okay. Probably when I was, I'm assuming it's in Orlando. Yeah, it's or in that area. thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, around there. Probably went Swamp when I went to country. Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So how was Legoland? It was great. We did a bunch of Lego building, bought a bunch of Lego sets, and uh, spent two days there. One day it was raining, so we jumped in the pool for a bit. It was a good time, you know? Just laid back, chill. It was a long drive. Long drive. But it was worth it. The kids loved yeah, it. We had a good time. Nice. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah, what'd you do with your you week hiatus? You don't get out much, so I'm What are you glad. talking about? I get out. I travel all over the place. How dare you? I take <laughs> charter flights and did no. trains and automobiles and what? Yeah, everywhere. I just, I'm a world traveler, man. Just uh, go up and down. Oh, yeah, world yeah, traveler. Latitude, what longitude. Frenchurnus. You ever been there? Probably not no, because that's it's a not little a tiny one. country. Sure. Yeah. You probably Is know it. It's a different name, maybe. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You've never been. So you probably you've been to Canada. I know that. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. where else? Other countries? Wait, are you talking just talking countries? Mm hmm. Okay. I've been to Grand Cayman. Okay. Okay, that's a different country. Sure. All right. And. New subject. We're boring the uh, listeners here. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Kicking and streaming. Okay, world traveler. <laughs> Episode 112 after a week hiatus. Boy, we're back. And we're, mm-hmm. we're jumping into both shows, Buffy and Lost. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this Buffy episode, huh? Mm-hmm. How about it? Something. Something, huh? Some, yeah. Something, something's up. Huh? Something's up. Boy, there's a lot to talk about here. Should we just jump right in, or you got anything I else you want to catch right up in. on? I think we should jump right in. I don't have anything to catch up on. Well, let's get in to Buffy. To Buffy. This week, we watched Buffy Season 6, Episode 18, Entropy. Entropy. Such a good word. Yeah. Do you know what it means there, Sammy Joe? Yeah, it's like chaos. What? Really? No, it's actually a little different. It's actually a scientific concept. So you might want to like, you know, you might want to just do your research a little bit, but it's it's a measurable it's physical a lack property. Lack of order or predictability. Uh, it's most commonly associated with Gradual a state of disorder, randomness, uncertainty. Sure, 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 sure. But the term and concept are used in diverse fields from classical thermodynamics where it was first recognized to the microscopic, oh far-ranging God. applications in chemistry and physics and up. biological systems and their relation to life in cosmology, economics, sociology, weather science, climate change, and information systems, okay, including the transmission it's, it's... of information and telecommunications, Sammy Joe. <laughs> TLDR, <sighs> yeah. it is interpreted as the degree of disorder or randomness in a system, ergo chaos in the system. That's what I said. So we're both right. Okay. All right. Except you just read off of. What are you talking about? 
you know, Wikipedia or no. something. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> no, no. But did you know where the thermodynamic concept uh, was referred to by? Which Scottish scientists maybe came up with it? It's, mm, no, I don't. Well, it's Bill. Well, I call him Bill, but it's William Rankine. In mm-hmm. 1850, with the names thermodynamic function and heat potential, Sammy Joe, and this was, you know, we're we're coming way back to 1865, 1850 around there. German physicist uh, Rudolf Clausius, actually, one of the okay. leading founders of the field of okay. thermodynamics, defined now it as a boring. quotient of the intensity. <laughs> okay, all right. Now we're boring people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my science friends will enjoy this. So. I'm not sure. You're just reading okay. off of websites. No, Pat. I'm not. This is you all off the top of the dome. You don't know what entropy is. Did you take physics? Mm-hmm. I did. Did you take physics? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Did you take physics? No. Well, I think- I uh, say that all the time. I think I'm I'll say, uh, anytime, the authority like I, <laughs> in this matter then, yeah? Anytime Matters, I can't do some sort of science. mathematical- physical or scientific thing or anything that i interpret this way i will say i don't know i didn't take physics and dave's like that's not physics and i'm like well i would know if i took it (laughs) yeah 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 physics very Um, important okay but the common a common you know what the common use of entropy non-scientific is is some sort of degree of chaos or randomness yeah i always thought it was like a tree growing was entropy. What? I thought a tree growing was entropy. (laughs) (laughs) Why? How? I don't know. When somebody says entropy, I think of a tree growing. All right? Look. All right? I don't know what (laughs) to do. canopy? I'm just being honest with you. All right? A canopy? (laughs) Maybe canopy. Maybe that's where it comes from. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. you're thinking of like a canopy? Yeah, I just feel like when you say entropy... In my brain, I picture a That's tree. What trees oh, grow. and tree, pee canopy oh. from a tree. So phonetically, my mm. brain is making sense of it, but it's not. That's not true. That's, wow! But if you is, think about it, entropy. That's something, Pat. A tree growing is entropy, is it not? Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I mean, don't think chaos, so. Unless you're randomly growing seeds. Right. Sure. But don't trees randomly throw seeds? It depends on the tree. And they randomly grow wherever. Depends on the wind. Right, yeah, Sammy Joe? Like acorns. Like when it drops those fuzzy things and they float around in the spring air? Yeah. That's entropy. <laughs> I give you entropy. <laughs> Great. Cool. Well, this episode of Buffy <laughs> was originally aired April 30th, 2002. So the previous episode, Pat, uh-huh. uh, of Buffy aired March 12th, and this one wasn't until April 30th. So uh. we had to wait over a month, like a month and a half, over a month and a half. And we're coming between- up on the end of the season here? We're coming up on the end of the season, yeah. but between last week's episode of craziness that ended where it's like, oh, I don't know, is Buffy break. actually insane? Is Buffy yeah, not? Yeah, they do that. They do these mid-season breaks where they tease something big and then they disappear yeah. for a month and a half and let, let people just talk at the That's water cooler entropy. about it. Now that is almost a tree growing, but not quite. Not quite entropy. <laughs> So this episode was written by Drew Z. Greenberg and directed by James A. Contner. Okay. 
Your predictions. Uh, so in episode 108, you said Willow and Tara will start to make amends. They'll be nice to each other, try to build this relationship back. Maybe one of them will start to date someone else, but they'll get back together eventually because they belong together. Yes. Entropy. It's starting to happen again. <sighs> okay. Uh, in 110, you said Xander and Anya belong together. They will come back and have a beautiful wedding that is smaller and more intimate with just a Scooby gang and Giles will show up. It will be like a surprise. They tried to plan it as a regular traditional wedding. It went awry. They're going to learn from that lesson and they'll have a more beautiful, totally rom-com wedding and it will be beautiful. I might have to amend that after this episode. It's, Things are yeah. going little, little awry. South. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of entropy. Awry? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> I said <laughs> Ari. Ari? Awry. Awry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to say it. Cause you I know how to say I, it. You I don't know why I pronounced it Ari in your prediction. Yeah, I don't I know. I mean, it does look like Ari. Ari. When you, when you write it down. When you write it sometimes down. Sometimes when I speak. I'm reading from my brain. Like I said, like I said, okay? Uh-huh. English is hard. It's I not easy. I give people so much credit for yeah. having to learn English, okay? Right? Especially it's me. Difficult. I've been working my whole life for it, okay? <laughs> it still don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? There you go, entropy. <laughs> Last episode, you said Buffy is going to spiral into self-doubt, wonder where her mind is, Try to understand if she's still in the mental institution. It will bring up trauma and conflict. She's going to go dark. There will be an incident that will drive her darker. You always love to say inciting incident. I say that? Yeah, all the time. Okay. Uh, This will drive her darker and she'll become the big bad and Giles will have to come back to pull her out of it. Ooh, I don't even remember making that, but that's a good one. I really want to see that. Okay. Yeah. And then you said next season, the whole group will be back together again to finish out the series. Yeah, there we go. I think you were mostly just meaning Giles. I always just mean Giles, no matter what I'm talking about. <laughs> just need him back. <laughs> just bring me Giles. All right, so mm-hmm. we open uh, in a graveyard at night, classic Buffy. Yeah. Two vamps are running, but not from Buffy. They're running from the nerd trio on ATVs <laughs> with giant stakes attached to them like jousting wow, spears. Wow, these guys are cool. They're <laughs> this real was bad great. boy club. When this opened up, I was like, I was cracking up. I'm like, I completely forgot about this scene. <laughs> yeah, this is wild. Uh, one of the vamps is holding some kind of like disc thing. Yeah, I wrote disc or medallion perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the trio seems to be after it. They they keep calling it a disc. Um, and then one of the vamps throws a branch at Andrew. He falls off his bike. Jonathan and Warren swerve to avoid him, nearly crash into each other, but instead they tumble off their bikes. The vamps get away only to be attacked by Buffy. Hmm. Uh, the disc falls to the floor and the trio hang back to kind of watch this scene play out. As Spike, sitting on top of the cemetery gate, grabs one of the vamps and holds him in the air. Oh, yeah, this is cool. He kind of like lifts him up, no effort. He just picked him up by his collar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just like, just you like, know, zoop. you would like a, a little kid yeah. by a scruff. Yeah. Um, And so Warren takes this moment to like kind of quickly sneak in and grab the disc without mm-hmm. being seen. And then the trio runs off. 
Spike tells Buffy that he'll take care of this vamp for her if she tells her friends about them. And Buffy says, you want to tell them so badly? Go ahead. You know why? I tried to kill my friends, my sister, last week. And guess how much they hate me? Zero. Zero much. So I'm thinking, sleeping with you? They'll deal. Mm, Good point. Also, Buffy's hair, the backlighting on her hair was so bright. It's too bright. Too bright. Yeah. Yeah, when she stakes the vamp, did that happen yet? Um, I don't think she's she right here, I said she stakes the first vamp. Boom. <laughs> yeah, all right. Boom. So she was like glowing, and I said too intense backlight for the mm. for her. But then it happened again later on to somebody else, like somebody else's hair was, was glowing, and I was like, Oh, maybe it's my TV because I changed the Apple TV to Dolby Vision. And Oh uh, yeah. Sometimes the settings will yeah. Because I, I didn't notice that, but. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. Uh, my settings were making the HDR pop a little too, too much. Too vibrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she stakes the first one and then Spike drops the second and Buffy stakes him too and then walks away from Spike. We cut to Xander's apartment. He's listening to sad music, sitting on the floor, <laughs> drinking a beer. Yeah. Sad drinking Xander. You are yep. fulfilling the prophecy, bro. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He pauses the music, puts on a jacket, and leaves. And then we cut to him walking away outside of his apartment. And we pan over to reveal Anya watching him from the bushes. Hmm. We haven't seen her a couple of Yeah, episodes. maybe she was using her bonyonculars. It's There's okay. something there. There's mm-hmm. something there. I think you're. Mm-mm. Nope. Bon. Nope. Yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the intro. <laughs> and afterwards, we come back to UC Sunnydale the next day. The sun is shining. Glorious, beautiful day. Willow approaches Tara coming out of her class, and they talk about the basement ordeal. Mm. Tara tells her that the girl Willow saw her with was just a friend, and they agree to go on a coffee date. Oh, the flame's starting to spark again, huh? Mm. Flint meeting some stone? Or Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, is that what it means? Flint stone? Metal? Flint. What is it? Yeah, metal. Metal? Metal stone. flint? Flint stone? Metal and flint, I think. Match meets the matchbook. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, brought it home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, we cut to Buffy and Dawn on a sister shopping date, except Dawn is pointing out all the stores she can't go into because she shoplifted from them. (laughs) Dawn, come on. But she seems to be making amends as Buffy says Dawn returned all the things she still had and is paying for the rest. You know, it'd be cool if Dawn, like if there was an episode where Dawn did a stupid spell by accident because, you know, Dawn, and then, uh, Mm, she accidentally like- she morphed into uh on on Anyanka Anyanka mm-hmm. as well you know and then she became Donyanka we cut to the trio trio's lair the disc is propped up i'm just going to keep moving <laughs> we can Don see Yanka. I can't even, okay, because Dave has been so obnoxious with puns lately. Really? That I have had to be like, David. I need you to back off. Really? It's like he's like really kicking into dad mode, and I'm like, yeah. I cannot handle he's this. He's getting ready. Plus, he has, he has a coworker that he like exchanges puns with, 
and you know then what he'll it come is, home Sammy and Joe? tell me about it, and I'm like, I can't. I just, you know what? and I love a good pun, but I just can't you, anymore. Here's the it's thing, too though. Much. Here's the thing, though. I'm gonna enlighten you on something. Mm. It's not Dave who's changing. It's you who's changing because once no. you enter, hold on. Once you enter into motherhood, all the cute things that your husband used to do are no longer <laughs> cute. They're now just pain in the ass. You're just annoying. <laughs> I got other shit I to do. I think it's a combination, okay? I think it's a combination of us yeah. both changing. Yeah, It's okay. my hormones and his hormones. <laughs> yeah, you're like, look, I got bigger things to fry now. I don't have time for your stupid little word games. <laughs> you think it's cute, but it's not. I'm, I'm doing something bigger than you. Yeah. You I'm growing dumb up, baby, ding dong. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to the trio's lair. The disc is propped up and we can see it has magical symbols all over it. Jonathan is sitting at a really cool kind of like chemistry lab situation with beakers and test tubes filled sure. with liquids of different colors. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you know. You know it's like oh, real yeah. chemistry when you know they're science and real colors. hard. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've been filming a lot of science lately, mm-hmm. and they're always telling me what they're doing, and it goes right over my head, and I have to apologize. I say, I have no idea what you're saying right I now. I don't know 95% yeah. of the words. I was like, but it's really cool when you put the you thing where you thumb in it. lost me at Beaker. Yeah, I love it when you pipette. You pipette yes. real good. Yeah, I have yeah. pipettes. I use pipettes all the time for Do my you? business. You pipette yeah. here? You pipette there? You yeah. pipette everywhere? I pipette everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> No, pretty much just in my in my you know office yeah. here. What do you my pipe laboratory? At? You do like a my little little essential oils. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to use a lot of them. You know, they're very oh. strong. So you a just little a bit pipette goes a long way. Just a pipette, yeah. Yeah, just one just pipette, pipette amount. One pipette of peppermint is what well, you say when you do it. You say but... one pipette of peppermint, and then you drop it in. <laughs> I will now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like All a right. fun time. It's a great time. But I will tell you that during uh, my, even like a little bit now, but definitely during first trimester, there was a lot of stuff I could not make because the smell was so strong. Yeah, it'll get you. Like even like I would put on a mask, Mm -hmm. didn't matter. I just couldn't. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, so Jonathan is grinding up something, some kind of herbs maybe in a mortar and pestle. Warren mm. is putting pressure on him and Jonathan says not to rush him. He says, if something goes wrong, it's going to surge and we'll be deader than an ex-girlfriend. Yikes. Warren's like, what? What you say? Don't bring that up, bro. He yells at Warren to let him work and Warren says, all right, all right, you do what you need to do. You get us to the goods and then watch out. It'll be, it's going to be like, it'll be like the whole world just spread open and gave it up for you, man. What? And John, yeah, gross. He's yeah. so nasty. Yeah, you're, you're gross. Jonathan. Just so He's gross. Gross. He's even grosser than Miles. Miles. I'm kind of liking Miles lately, and this guy- Definitely gross. Miles is above Warren, okay? Yeah. Miles didn't try to, you know, magic rape anybody. Right. That we know of. Not anyway- yet. Jonathan says, and then we're done, right? We each take our share and we call it a day. Warren asks if he's that eager to be rid of them, and Jonathan doesn't reply. And Warren moves back to where Andrew is, and they're kind of like sort of plotting, you know, behind Jonathan's back, literally, because they're standing behind him. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Andrew doesn't think they can trust Jonathan, and Warren says that they don't have to for much longer. Hmm. Uh, we cut to Xander arriving home to find Anya sitting at his table, but she gets up quickly and she's kind of like nervously, you know, playing with her hands. Mm-hmm. He pleads and apologizes to her, says that he wants to make up for it, tells her he loves her, and he should have said something to her earlier to spare her from that nightmare. And Anya mm. doesn't understand. And finally, she asks him, do you still want to get married? Oh, boy. Here we go. And yeah, he hesitates. And Anya says, oh, and we're going to do some lines here. Oh, this is going to be traumatic. Mm. So you be Xander and I'll be Anya. Okay. On, it's a very complicated question. No, actually, it's really not. It's kind of an either or deal. Do you want to get married? Someday, yes, very much, when we're ready. I don't want you to take this as a bad thing. It's good. I love you. I love you so much. I'm just trying to be honest with you. Yes, honesty now. Congratulations, Xander, on being honest now. I wonder what the medal will say. Okay, clearly I'm not handling this well. Well, duh. And Anya turns away and kind of walks a few steps away from Xander. Her back is to him. All I want is for us to be together. I love you. I I wish we could just go back to the way things were before. And we see Anya's face slowly morph into her demon, demon face. Demon face. Anyanka, she's back. And she says, and I wish you were never born. Uh-oh. Yikes. Oh, shit. Oh, snap. So... I have a question. Uh-huh. I thought Anya I thought Anya was no longer demon. Yeah? That's correct. But she can morph back in? Is this she got the powers back from old old scary face there? To Hoffren? Yeah. God bless you. It would thank you. <laughs> it would seem like it. Yeah. But okay. I mean we don't know. Alright, well that's a prediction of mine. Let's let's uh store that one in our brains. Okay. I mean Definitely her, you know, her face came out and her voice and... Yeah. So she's you know. got some... Something's up. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Mm-hmm. So we get a commercial break and we come back to the same scene. Anya's demon face goes away and she turns back to Xander and keeps wishing horrible things on him like... I wish you had tentacles where your beady eyes should be. <laughs> I wish your intestines were tied in knots and ripped apart inside Yikes. your lousy gut. Oh boy. And Xander says, they are. He says it hurts so bad it's killing him, and he wants to make this work. And Anya realizes he's speaking metaphorically. She says, you're not in any real pain. What's wrong with me? And Xander says, no, honey, it's not you. It's me. That And this sends her into a rage. Oh, boy. You know, the classic, it's not you, it's me. Right. And she storms out. And then we cut to Anya and Halfrek. In a restaurant. Yeah, Hallie. Here she is. Hallie's still kicking around. She's got, Mm -hmm. you know, she's like, this place is rich with vengeance. I mean, justice. Just chatting around like vengeance gals do, you know? Yeah. That should be a podcast, Sammy Joe. Vengeance gals. Mm, You know, a couple of vengeance demons just talk about love and heartbreak and occasionally like a murder or two. Yeah. Well, you know, they have, they have different, different vengeance uh, stuff. Oh, do they? But. Yeah. Okay. They vengeance different stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, Halfrick has a whole like thing for 
for kids, like bad parents, <laughs> helping out kids who have bad parents. Okay. And and Anya's gig is, you know, scorned women. So Oh, I see. All right. I feel like it could be a my favorite murder between the two of them, oh, but like yeah. it's my favorite vengeance. Right. Right, right. Like vengeance. That's a tales. good idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh so anyway, Halfrick is telling Anya about a guy she cursed who never paid child support. So now when he picks up any piece of paper that isn't a child support check, he gets a paper cut. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) That's a good one. And I was like, I would love being a vengeance demon. That I think that's my number one demon pick from Buffy. If I were going to be any demon from Buffy, it would be a vengeance Vengeance demon. demon. Yeah. I think you'd make a good one. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I said that to Dave, and I said, I think I'd be a good vengeance demon, and he said, you would. And I was like, you said that very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, are you going to write that down? Are you going to put that on your podcast? And I was like, yeah, but it's fine, because I'm sure Pat will agree. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I beat him to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I would yeah, take that as fine. a positive. You know, like, look. You're dedicated, okay? You're yeah. a hard worker. I'm a right? very hard worker. You uh don't take don't take sh- shit from anybody, okay? Yep. So if mm-hmm. somebody scorns you, you're coming back. Yeah. All right? Vengeance yeah. demon. All right? Yeah. These are all yeah. positives like in a strong or, female world. As Hallie as Hallie keeps saying, it's justice demon. Like she keeps saying justice. Right. She likes <laughs> It's just, justice it's, e- it's evening the the playing field there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good spin on it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So uh, Anya tells Halfrick that she's tried every curse she knows on Xander, and Halfrick reminds her that she can't exact justice against someone on behalf of herself. Mm. So you know she can only she can only exact. Vengeance, justice on behalf of somebody else, not herself. Gotcha. Um, and so this is kind of new information. Like we didn't really know that. Yeah. So she suggests that Anya get someone to make the wish for her instead, and Anya smiles. Hmm. We cut to Buffy next day, furiously, or maybe same day. I don't know because it looked like they were having breakfast. Buffy is furiously making all kinds of breakfast options for Dawn and suggesting they do something together tonight and this weekend also. And Dawn stops her and tells her she's going to be okay with the basement thing. And then Buffy realizes she's cramping Dawn's teenage style. She's like, I'm the embarrassing mom who tries too hard. When did this happen? (laughs) Dawn asks if she can go... What? Were you going to say something? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'll let you finish this thought, and then I'll jump in. Okay. So Dawn asks if she can go patrolling with Buffy, and Buffy is not on board with that. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say, Dawn, Buffy should take Dawn under her wing a little and start training her. You know, Mm -hmm. like Buffy- Yeah, Dave said the same thing. Yeah, like she could use some help. Dawn clearly wants a job and wants to do stuff and wants to hang out. Like, all right. You know what? Buffy could put her in like a bear cage or like a shark cage on land, you know, (laughs) and just let the vamps try to attack her. And Dawn can just like get a stake out and like, you know, poke through the holes there, you know? Yeah. Or just, you know, teach her like normal self-defense stuff. Yeah. I mean, she'll work into that eventually. But first, you just got to witness it from a shark cage. (laughs) (laughs) You got to see how it's done. You know, OTJ, OTJ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Great ideas, Pat. Thank you. <laughs> so then we cut to Willow and Tara. Uh, they're having their coffee date at the espresso pump. And Willow is filling Tara in on all the happenings she's missed, like crazy pie lady with her head demon and the invisible ray gun. Suddenly, Anya approaches their table and they ask how she is, if there's anything they can do for her. And Anya says, actually, um, there is an eensy something I could use a little help with. You're a lesbian, so the hating of men will come in handy. And <laughs> Willow and Tara kind of like, what? <laughs> Uh, and Anya says, let's talk about Xander. Mm-hmm. And for the next few scenes, we kind of go back and forth uh, with Anya trying to convince Xander's friends to make a bad wish about him. Yeah. So, you know, we see her with Dawn in the magic shop. And Dawn says that she never uses the W-I-S-H wish anymore because there's vengeance demons hiding around. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, Anya tries Buffy and Willow and Tara, but none of them will actually wish anything bad upon Xander. So finally. Oh, good. So I feel like this is like sort of a metaphor for when you are having an issue with somebody, you know, uh-huh. and then you try to walk around to other people and then validate your feelings by talking smack about that person. You know, yeah. you know how people do that. Yeah. I, have done that in the past you sure. know i'm trying to Me do too. less of We're it all guilty of it all guilty of it i'm trying to do less of it okay okay but uh but yeah i think that's that's you know obviously she's trying to get people to wish it you know because of the vengeance thing but also it's like sometimes you just want somebody to be like yeah you're right that person is kind of a jerk when they do this you know yeah you like know you, you need, just go oh you thank you just, just need validation i just need somebody to be like yes i agree with you okay thanks right. <laughs> yeah, and she's not really I mean, she's she's getting a little bit of validation. Like they're all kind of saying, "Yeah, you know what Sander did wasn't great." Like right. I, I'm I can only imagine how much it hurt. Yeah. So I feel like they're they're all trying to be mature and she's like, "Just wish Come that he, on. you know, just yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what would you wish happened to him?" <laughs> right. <laughs> um yeah, so yeah, it is it is it is kind of a metaphor for that and also the idea that like you know, doing you know, having something really terrible happen to the person that you're mad at isn't going to change things. Right. Isn't going to really take away the hurt and the pain. Yeah. You'll you'll feel good for a minute maybe, but you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, so finally at the Summer's house, Xander shows up as Anya is still kind of, you know, pushing with Buffy and Anya explodes on him. She says, well, congratulations. They all still love you. Even after what you did to me. And she storms (laughs) off again. Xander tries to go after her, but Buffy stops him and suggests that he give Anya some space to cool down. And frustrated Xander kicks a garden gnome. That is definitely a new addition to the summer's yard. Yeah. Buffy asks what the hell that creepy little thing is doing in her yard. Do you have garden uh, gnomes? I feel like you would. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have some Nailed gnomes. it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote uh, garden gnomes are the best. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. a feeling that I had of you, of, uh, but I'm pretty sure, you know, I've been to your house, so I've, I've probably seen them. You know, well, unless I don't they're recent have a lot. gnomes. <laughs> I don't have a lot. I had like a, a little tiny one. Um, Little tiny gnome? That doesn't that doesn't look like a traditional <laughs> gnome. It has like a gray face and like a tall gold hat. Yeah. Um, 
So it's not like the red hat, you know, ones that are kind of traditional. But then when we did our wedding and we had an Amelie themed table, I got a gnome that looks just like the gnome that Amelie sent around the world. Oh, okay. And put that on the table. And then after the wedding, I put that in our front, in like our front yard. I see. Yeah. Very nice. But it's kind of funny because that one has a little sign that says welcome and it's like next to our front door. And then on our front door, it says no soliciting. (laughs) Oh, it should say gnome soliciting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Only allowed from gnomes. Gnome soliciting. But I will tell you, because then underneath, as you know, it says uh, violators will be hexed. And let me tell you. Keeps them away? Keeps them away. There was definitely a guy who was doing some hardcore soliciting yeah. like two days ago Yeah, because I, I was watching him going to like different houses. Right. He skipped right over this house. Yeah. He's That's like, right. I don't know what this means, but I don't want to take the chance and be hexed. That's right. See you, you know? later, fella. I'm not going to do any hexing because that's bad. That's bad juju, but But if you, you don't knock on that, the door, you're getting hexed. Yeah. All right. Going to get cursed some way or another. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. So she storms off and Buffy, you know, tells Xander to take it easy, basically. Take it easy. Xander kicks the cart, garden gnome, uh, and then they move closer to inspect the smashed gnome and find a camera hidden in it. Hmm. Xander immediately jumps to the conclusion that it's Spike. So we <laughs> cut to Buffy confronting him in his crypt and spike is upset and tells her that he would never hurt her that you know his love for her is real and she says she knows but she knows own- sorry <laughs> she knows <laughs> um when you know him you know him <laughs> um but you know she says it's only real for him yeah she starts to tell him that he's got to get over her and he tells her to get out so she does Cut to Anya and Halfrek in the magic box. Anya is venting about how none of Xander's friends will curse him for her. And she realizes that she has to get someone who doesn't give a fig's ass if Xander gets hurt hmm. to make the wish for her. A fig? And right on cue. Is that what she said? Yeah. Fig's ass? A fig's ass. That's what she says. What's a, fi- what's a fig's? What's a f- Does like, f- do you, figs have like asses? Like the fruit? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The b- bottom of a fig is probably the fig's ass. Okay. <laughs> I would just imagine. If we were I think gonna... just phonetically, it just it just works, right? Yeah. It just they yeah. roll. They roll. Fig's together. ass. Yeah, fig's ass. Yeah, it works. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. And then you just imagine a little fig booty. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> um, and right on cue, in walks William the Bloody. Yeah, this guy. Spike tells Anya he needs some kind of numbing spell. Halfrick and Anya kind of move away to talk privately, and Halfrick tells her that her female power take back the night thing is cute, but men need vengeance too, which frankly is kind of funny coming from Halfrick because, especially regarding Spike, because she spurned him, you know, like a hundred years ago. Yeah. When she was Cecily. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a throwback, huh? Uh, Halfrick leaves Anya to it, and Spike asks if she has something to dull the ache a bit. Anya mm. pulls out a bottle of whiskey. Mm, that'll do it. That'll do it. Classic post-breakup ritual. Drink. Drank. 
Drank. <laughs> we cut to the Rosenberg Summers house. Willow has dissected the gnome camera and is trying to tap into the fiber optic system to preview the camera's signal. Hmm. Xander says, okay, if it's not Spike, and I'm not saying I believe him, but if it's not Spike, I think we already know who's behind this. The trio, of course. Yeah, of course. So we cut to their lair. Jonathan lights a red candle on the chemistry table and holds the disc, which is now attached to a stick, making it look like kind of a big lollipop. (laughs) Lollipop. Uh, He holds it in front of the candle and says, uncover. A beam of purple light shoots from the candle through the disc and onto a map that's laying out on the floor, which is labeled Map of Sunnydale. Again, with the spells, can we just dress it up a little? I know. Just throw a little I knew Latin. you were going to say that. Little Latin. You just got to say uncover. Come on. We're they've getting graduated. so lazy. Lazy this, spells. They've graduated, Pat. You the know? trio? Well, Jonathan, anyway. No, these guys are these guys are total beginners when it Jonathan comes to the magic. Jonathan did that whole crazy spell yeah, to still make be. everyone believe he was yeah. a superstar. He's like he's like one of those guys who like learns everything from YouTube overnight and calls himself a pro. That's they him. didn't have YouTube then. I know. I'm just saying. You know, he probably did a library library checkout. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. He he hasn't earned it. All right. You can't just you can't just run into uncover. You gotta, you gotta dress it up a little for a little while, and then when you get to like Willow's level, then maybe you can say uncover. Yeah, I mean, but I, I would like... still, even as a look, me as a mm-hmm. magician, magician, wizard, whatever you want to call me, okay. Yeah. Even More if luck. I could uncover by saying uncover, I would still throw in us at the end, uncovers, because it just. If you're going to be doing magic, Sammy Joe, you got to have some panache. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. I always, right. my spells always rhyme. Yeah, exactly. That's because you're a real, uh, you know. Uh, witch. Uh, yeah, witch. Magic's person. <laughs> okay? So. I'm, a, I'm also an artiste. Right. So you if know, I was going to say, uncover us, right? Mm-hmm. I'd say, bippity boppy, bippity boppity bufferous. Now we're going to. Uncover us. <laughs> and then I would take my uh, trench coat, of course. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. Trench coat also with a cape on, and the cape is purple on the inside. On the back, it's uh, shiny, shiny, like chrome. <laughs> chrome. Okay. What? Yeah. I, I, look, this is just my <laughs> wizard fantasy. All right? Just, okay. You know, I can't don't wait judge. to... Don't see judge. you go LARPing right. someday. And then, uh, and then, uh, f- uh, f- yeah, fedora, but w- one side is really long. Okay. De- a fedora? Yeah. Uh huh. But one side is really long. Yeah, like a wizard's hat. Uh huh. A fe- yeah. Do you I know? know. What Keep a working it through is? in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't understand. Yeah, I know. It's okay. I'll draw it for you someday. But okay. anyways. I would flip the cape trench coat over my head. Sure. And then throw Knock it off the fedora wizard hat. Nope, nope, nope. Because here's the thing about the fedora wizard hat. It has a string on the end. And if you pull it, if you pull it from, there's a string <laughs> attaches to the inside of the cape. If you pull it from that, it sucks into then my you, head. It then sucks you say, into my there's head like a, a snake in my boots. <laughs> no, it sucks onto my head like a swim cap. Sammy Joe goes <laughs> like that, and then oh I cover myself. Right? You got a picture. Uh-huh. 
yeah, I cover myself with the trench coat cape, and then <laughs> I I simultaneously drop down a smoke grenade and. You're like Ben Stiller in Arrested Development. And then, somehow, my voice echoes throughout the room, and I say, "Disappear us." And then you never see me again. Well, okay. I would hope so. Right. So I don't know. All I'm just saying. Flourish. If you're doing magics, you gotta have some flourish. That's all I'm saying. All mm-hmm. right. I would just, you know. Okay, Gilderoy Lockhart. Okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's the uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher in the second Harry Potter book. He would agree with movie. me, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, he would. He's got no skills other than Obliviate, but he has a lot of flourish. Well, okay, well. <sighs> All right. Well, I would have the skills and the flourish, all right? End of okay. story. <laughs> Substance and flourish. <laughs> Substance and flourish. That's what you get from Pat this the Magician. This is my magic's book. <laughs> Substance <Pat>. and flourish. <laughs> First you learn the skills and then you flourish. Where do you go? I don't know. He disappears about four times during a lesson. Yeah, I don't, it's this 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 semester is going to be a long one. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to rewatch the second Harry Potter movie. Okay, I should watch them. I should rewatch them all. Yeah, Amy right now is jumping up and down. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cam's old enough. Yeah, but he gets scared easily. Still, mm. you know. Well, how old is was he? Ten. Almost 10. He's nine still. Yeah. So, you know. Harry was 11 in the first book. We've seen the first one. We've seen the first one. Okay. Yeah. We'll work into the second. uh, Yeah. I think the second is. Gets a little darker every year. Gets a little darker, but, you know, well, I think it would be scarier for you. I think you're going to be the one who has more problems. What are you talking about? I am so. I'm what? Oh, yeah. I don't like the basilisk. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? The basilisk doesn't scare me as much as like the later ones. There's like a, you know, snake thing that like jumped at the camera. Remember that? Yeah. Nagini. I didn't like that. Yes. Nagini. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. When he's in the house and is breaking through chairs and stuff. Don't like yeah. that. Oh, yes. And I yep. saw that in 3D in the movie theaters. All right. Just oh, imagine man. that thing jumping out of the screen at you. Yeah. Oh, my, my poor heart. Sammy Joe. <laughs> I'll take her. <laughs> anyway, okay, back to Buffy. <laughs> back to Buffy. Um, yeah, so a beam of purple light shoots from the candle through the disc onto a map on the floor labeled Map of Sunnydale. The light lands on a single point on a map. And it's kind of like a little flame. And mm. Jonathan says that's where they, they're supposed to go. Doesn't Jonathan then, have a huge red candle here? Yes, I already v- said that. Very phallic. That's all I'm going to say. It's a pillar candle. Uh, very phallic, just like his bone. <laughs> well, there's a theme here. Yeah, he's, okay. he's a short man, so there's some <laughs> things that kind of go along with that. Sometimes, what? what are you talking about? You know, short. He's short. So no, you, the, you that gotta, is not true, Sammy big. Joe. That is not you gotta true. Gotta go big. Now I don't know where you're getting your information, but just because I'm just you're saying short, you got to make mean... up for some things sometimes no? when oh, you're okay. short. Well, when certain things psychologically. Are short. Okay. Sometimes okay, people I'm short, overcompensate I'm short, for so I overcompensate with a large personality. All right, I'm just making hair. sure you're not saying short people. Have small penises? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say that either. Okay. Okay? All right. 
But I'm glad we're on the same that's page. Where then. Your, that's where your mind went. No, I feel like that's where your mind <laughs> I'm went. I'm very virile. <laughs> I just remember I'm you very saying virile. that. Very <laughs> <laughs> One episode. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm dying. Oh, whew. I'm going to cough so hard I pee. All right. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> so, uh, where are we? <laughs> overcompensation okay the map burst into flames where the beam of light is hitting it and they all jump up to put the fire out back at the magic shop spike and anya are halfway through the bottle now spike is venting about buffy but he doesn't say it's buffy he's just saying this girl and anya tries to bring the conversation back to xander but spike says let's not waste any more breath on that wanker and Anya mm. says, but shouldn't he pay? Don't you wish he had to pay in some horrible way? And Spike says that he'd take him on himself, you know, if it weren't for his chip. And Anya tries to get him to make a wish, but Spike puts it back on her. He says, you name it, you're the wronged party. They both drink, and we cut to the trio trying to put out the map fire, then to Willow on her laptop saying that she thinks that she's got something. Back at the magic shop, Anya and Spike are deeper into the sauce, ranting about their failed loves. Anya angrily says that she changed herself for him, that she was even singing in the shower and doing a sexy dance. (laughs) And Spike says, exactly. And then he's like, I I have no dance. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Willow, there's some kind of radar tracker thing on her screen. And she says the technology is sophisticated. There are a lot of booby traps, but she discovers booby traps. (laughs) But then she discovers that there are other cameras. She can't see them yet, but she senses that they're there. Mm. At the magic box, Anya is now sitting on the table. She and Spike are starting to slur their words a bit as they keep ranting. Um, And we're going to do some more lines here. Okay. All right. So you got to be... You're going to be a drunk spike. Okay, I'll give it my honest try here. Okay. So Anya says, I did everything for that man. Was it ever enough? Never. (laughs) Yeah, I got to dial in this accent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hold on. Do a little spike accent for me so I can get it in. Okay, I'll do drunk spike. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Never. I was always going above and beyond. Yeah. I was always all right. I was do, a, like do a little Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I was always uh, going. I mean, he's not. I'm kind of like Cookie sloppy. Monster. Yeah. I was pretty. I was probably more <laughs> sloppy Grover. than I need to be. I think I'm doing Grover. Yeah, yeah. do channel Jack Sparrow. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta. Oh, yeah, man. Gotta... Yeah. <laughs> what you do with all the rum? Uh, there you go. Why is all the rum uh, gone? Never. I was always going above and beyond. I saved the Scoobies how many times? And I can't stand the lot of you. Good job. Thanks. Me either. I hate us. Everybody's so nice. Nobody says what's on their mind. You do. That's why you're the only one I wouldn't bite if I had the chance. Really? Absolutely. I have nothing but respect for a woman who is forthright. Drusilla was always straightforward. Didn't have a single buggering clue about what was going on in front of her, but she was straight about it. That's a virtue. Then a few lines later, he says, 
It's no wonder they couldn't deal with the likes of you and me, love. We should have been dead hundreds of years ago, and we're the only ones who are really alive. Yeah, you definitely channeled Jack Sparrow I, there. I got in, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, it just took me a little bit. So they both kind of smile at each other, and then mm, we cut to Willow. Yeah. She's discovered cameras at the Double Palace, the bronze. <laughs> so she's bringing up the feeds now, camera feeds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, at the bronze, you see Sunnydale's, even Xander's construction site. So these are all, you know, like we've seen all these cameras, right, in different right. episodes. Yeah. Um, she keeps trying to find more. We cut back to the magic box. Spike pours the last of the whiskey into Anya's shot glass. Uh She doesn't drink it, but she thanks him, says it feels good to be with someone who understands. Mm, Feels good to be bad. Yeah. They've reached the sad clarity stage of being drunk. Mm, She starts to cry. I don't know if I get to that stage. I've definitely been there. Yeah, I feel like only certain people are capable of that stage. Yeah, I mean, I also think it just depends on your state of mind. Yeah. You know? Like, it's kind of like the movie The Mask. Yeah, sure. You know, it brings out your inner feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if you're a real ass wipe, you mm-hmm. start drinking, you put on the mask, and then you become a super ass wipe, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're like, yeah, you know, um. Uh, you know, like me, you know, I try to be kind of happy-go-lucky. Full loose and fancy free. <laughs> Full loose and fancy free. Yeah, you got my number there, Sammy Joe. <laughs> so if I start drinking, you know, I'm just super, f- what, what'd you say? Foot, foot loose foot and loose fancy and free? Fancy yeah, free. I'm super yeah. foot loose and fancy free. Super yeah. fancy free. That's going to be my second book that I write. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll just be a photo of me drunk dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Just from my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Anya starts to cry, worrying that maybe Xander never wanted her. And Spike gently cups her cheek and says, he would have to be more than just the git he is, Anya. He'd have to be deaf, dumb, and blind not to want a woman like you. And he tells her they're weak, but they're the ones who are missing out. And he starts caressing her face now. Oh, here we go. Leans in close and they're about to kiss. But Anya pulls back and says, just one more question. Can I see your sexy dance? Sure, love. Spike Spike (laughs) says, I'll show you mine. And he moves in to kiss her, but she stops and she says, wait, wait, what are we doing? And Spike says, moving on. And they kiss passionately. Oh, jeepers. Anya climbs on top of Spike. Oh, yikes. And he helps her pull off her shirt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> In the geek lair, a red fla- a red light flashes and an alarm starts to go off. And Andrew says their feet has been tapped. They run to the bank of computers and we cut back to the magic box to see Spike just sweep a bunch of things off the table. Things are he heating li- up. Mm-hmm. Boom. Lays She's on Anya fire. Down. It's NBA Jam again. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lays Boom, Anya shakalaka. down on the... Okay, can I just get through this, please? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. He lays Anya down on the table, and he, you know, gets on top of her. Yikes. Back to Willow. She says she thinks she's got the magic box. I think Spike has got the magic box. 
rocks. What? What does that supposed to mean? And then she sees Spike and Anya going at it on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Warren yells at Andrew and and she kind of like jumps up and is like, oh. Uh, Warren yells at Andrew and Jonathan to shut it all down. They start furiously typing and then they see the camera at the magic box. And at first Uh, they think it's porn. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Skinamax. Yeah. flick. Surprised by Willow's reaction, Buffy and Xander move over to look at her screen, and they both look on in horror. Dawn comes into the room, and Willow tries to cover Dawn's face, but she's already seen it. Avert your eyes, Dawn. Willow notices Buffy looking almost as upset, maybe even more upset than Xander. And she catches on. So Willow's like, wait a minute. It's hurting her, too. Yeah, and she yeah. says, Buffy? And Buffy says, that's enough, and storms out. Uh-oh. Dawn and Xander leave the room, too. We hear two doors open and close, and Willow looks up to realize that she's alone. Willow goes into the living room and sees the weapons chest is open, and we cut to the street where Xander is walking with an axe in his hand. Yeah, so I wrote in my notes, I said, uh, Xander sees the raunchy skin of Max, Xander is going to kill Spike. That was my all yeah. caps uh, right that I had. And uh, I said, Xander's going to the dark side. Things are going to go haywire. Spike is really axing for it. <laughs> nice, yeah. He's got an axe to grind, am I right? Well, Xander has an axe to grind. Well, Xander does, yeah. Yeah. I should have been clear. Yeah. yeah, but I did think that Anya and Spike kind of go together a little bit. Yeah, now that a little they, bit. Yeah, like they, they are kinda... both truth tellers. They're yeah. both, you know. Yeah, I think I like Anya with a bunch of other people. I think my number one is still Anya and Giles. I think that just works. I don't know why. <laughs> no. I think it works, Sammy Joe. It doesn't work for me. I think me. you give it a shot. But I do like Spike and Anya, but what is their uh, ship name if you're trying to ship them? Mm. I wrote a few down. There's Spikeya. Spanya. Spanya. Spaya. Anyike. Or Ayike. Ayike. <laughs> I think Spanya is probably the Spanya's best one. Spanya is probably the best one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spanya. Yeah, I never, I don't know. I never thought too much about shipping them, so. Yeah, this must be a, a just a single single doozy then, huh? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I didn't, never really thought about, like, I don't even think I ever called Willow and Oz Waz. Oh, right. Or Buffy and Angel Bangle. Like, I just don't feel like shipping you was You don't like ever, the shipping names? Yeah, a big yeah. thing for me. Okay. Maybe it just wasn't really big at that time, or I don't know. Maybe it just yeah. wasn't me. Okay. Yeah. But All right. Yeah. Things maybe are heating up. Maybe this is a one-time thing. Maybe not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But Jonathan's reaction, he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, and at one, and Andrew's like, Spike is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, nerds, calm down. Avert your eyes. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we cut to a break and then back from break in the summer's backyard. Buffy is sitting alone when Dawn approaches and says, so this is it. This is the stuff you've been protecting me from. You and Spike. Yeah. Skinamax. This is it. (laughs) Yeah. 
This is it. This is everything we're pr- protecting you from. Yeah. Skin flick, Don. Z- did you see what you wanted to see, Don? Yeah, is that wow. what you want? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the big leagues. You're an adult yep. now. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Don, uh, Buffy tells her that it's over with Spike, and and Don says that she wishes she told her, but Buffy says she didn't even want to admit it to herself. And then Willow comes outside and tells him Xander is gone and took the axe. Uh oh. Yeah, I thought he's gonna show up at uh, Spike's place and be like, "Here's Xandy." <laughs> well, I mean, he knows that Spike is at the magic box. Oh, at the magic box. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. At the magic box, Spike <laughs> and Anya are redressing. Spike starts to leave, turns back, and they kind of both nod at each other, like, mm-hmm. "Thanks." Needed yeah. that, you know. Yeah. He walks out the door. Xander swings the axe at him, but hits the door frame. He tosses Spike around, punching him. Then Xander yells at him, you just going to sit there, do nothing? That the kind of man you are? And Spike reminds him that he's got a chip. And then Xander spills. Chip on his shoulder? What? Chip on his his shoulder? In his brain. Xander pulls out a stake. Anya runs out and yells for Xander to stop just as Buffy arrives and pushes Xander inside. Anya starts to speak, but Xander says, don't even try to deny it because I saw it all. The whole beautiful show. (laughs) Which I thought was weird wording. Yeah. And why would you call it a whole beautiful show? Yeah. Huh? It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. I would say the whole sick show. It's an interesting choice. Whole repulsive show. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a show. The whole freak show. I just said, I know what you did. That's all I'd say. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, he's trying to say like we saw what happened on cameras, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Anya said it was just a thing. She felt bad, and he was just there, which has really kind of got a hurt spike because that's yeah. kind of what Buffy said to him. You know, again, he's just being used. But right. Spike knew what it was. You know, yeah. Anya pretty much told him that. Mm-hmm. Xander and Anya continue to argue. Xander says, I hurt you and you hurt me back. Very mature. And Anya says, no, the mature solution is for you to spend your whole life telling stupid, pointless jokes so that no one will notice that you're just a scared, insecure little boy. Oof. Yikes. Xander says, I'm not joking now. You let that evil, soulless thing touch you. You wanted me to feel something? Congratulations. It worked. I look Jeez. at you and I feel sick. Because you had sex with that. And he points at Spike. Yikes. Cutting deep. Yeah. And Anya looks at the ground. You know, she's hurt. Buffy also is looking kind of ashamed. And Spike says, it's good enough for Buffy. And then Xander starts to yell at Spike. And then this sinks in. And he drops the stake. And he says, I don't want to know any of this. And walks off. Buffy glares at Spike and then follows Xander. Spike and Anya watch her go, and Spike says, Bloody Xander, mucking up everything. You know, I wish, and Anya says, Don't. And Spike looks at her, surprised. She's finally going to get, you know, someone to wish something bad about him. Right. And she stops him. And she kind of looks in, like, you know, self-disgust. They move off in opposite directions. Spike down the street, Anya back toward the shop, and of course we cue some Allison Kraus. Some what? S- the Sauerkraut? Alice- no. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, Al- Allison Kraus. 
Oh. Uh, the the song is that kind of love, but oh. she is better known. F- like you would probably know her for when you say nothing at all. You know. Yeah, keep going. I don't. I don't know. Um. Oh, you say it best when you say nothing at all. Just like uh. country, kind of. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's almost you, there. You though. definitely if you can keep know going, that song. If you can keep going, I could probably I dial it in. Oh yeah. my god, you say nothing. Yeah, sing a song in the middle of a podcast, and then I don't think this was even originally by her, but. Why would you make me sing this? <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Here we go. I don't, I don't is, know music, Sammy Joe. Even if chorus. you play it. You would know this. You would know this, okay? No, I wouldn't. I really don't know music. All right, <laughs> okay, go fine. ahead. Hit it. No, I don't want to sing it. Hit it. No, I don't want to sing it. And three, Because I know two, it's going to be so one, bad. One, and hit it. When I got something in the girl in the <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just play it for you. No. Oh. I'm not going to know it. How do I do it? Where is it? Uh, you got to click the computers. little box. Hey. Yeah. Can you hear it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. <laughs> How do I... <laughs> okay. I know that one. How do I do it? Where is it? All right. Uh, share computers. Just saying that part. For some reason, my recording stopped. I think it just stopped when I started playing that to you. Or Weird. screen sharing, but um, oh, yeah. See, it's, uh, I knew you copyright. knew that song. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I knew you knew that. I just, yeah. I was not gonna sing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I, was, I didn't I was get it. Doing it. I don't know why you didn't get it either. That was yeah. fucking brilliant. Was right okay? on. Mm-hmm. Right on the money. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Sorry <laughs> All right. about that. You can take out any of me singing. That'd be great. Nope. Oh God, I'm Stays so in. phlegmy. I'm so Stays phlegmy. In. Like I know I can't People normally like sing. It. I know I don't have a good voice, but nah, I'm even phlegmier now. Pregnancy about? has made me so phlegmy. It's great. That like it's great. now this is just gonna be so bad. They're gonna You're be like, doing Ugh, great. God. You're doing great. Ugh. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I try, okay? Yeah, I do my that's right. Best. You sing and you sing. And I sing okay? and I sing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what we do on the podcast. All right, so it's it's Alison Krauss. Anyway, you you knew that song when you yeah. say nothing at all, but yeah. the one that's playing over this scene is that kind of love. Similarly gotcha. sad and mopey. All right, Anya goes back into the shop and starts cleaning up. As Tara in voiceover, we hear her say, "Things fall apart. They fall apart so hard." And we cut to oh, the yeah. Summers house. Willow's lying on the bed with some homework. But she gets up in surprise, and we reveal <gasps> Tara in the doorway. Oh, yeah. She walks into the room saying, you can't ever put them back the way they were. And Willow says, are you okay? And Tara says, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, it takes time. You... Sorry. It's, it's something happened. Go ahead. Excuse keep going. me? Keep going. <laughs> Willow says, you know, it takes, or sorry, Tara says, you know, it takes time. You can't just have coffee and expect 
And Willis says, I know. Tara says, there's just so much to work through. Trust has to be built again on both sides. You have to learn if, if we're even the same people we were, if you can fit in each other's lives. It's a long, important process. And can we just skip it? Can, can you just be kissing me now? And Willow smiles and jumps up and Tara meets her halfway and they kiss passionately. Wowzers. Music swells. Oh, man. Blackout. On screen. This is a big Tara and Willow on screen kiss. This is big, Sammy Joe. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like the first time when they cut away or went to black or whatever they did. I know. You know, this is. I this mean, is we've seen them kiss passion. a couple of times, but yeah, this is this is major. Yeah. Uh huh. So beautiful. Anya and Xander call it quits, and Tara Happy and, Pride Month. You, you you stepped on my you stepped on my boom goes the dynamite here. Okay, sorry. Well, so, you stepped on my lines earlier. So. <laughs> all right. With your something about Boston University listening, <laughs> right. whatever reel so, you were watching uh, while not paying attention no, no, on the it, podcast. Listen, I'm what happened? You out. Something a banner popped up on my phone, and I went to uh-huh. swipe it away, and it popped up. That's what happened. Okay, okay. It's sure. a reel. It says it says check out these reels or whatnot, and I was trying to swipe it away. <laughs> Anyways, Anya and Xander call it quits, and Tara and Willow. Give us a kiss, Sammy Joe. <laughs> okay. Remember? Nice. Give us a kiss. You know, it's do, a callback. Yeah, do I remember? Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> it haunts your dreams. It haunts my dreams. <laughs> Every now and then, the phrase, give us a kiss, ah, just give us a floats kiss. into my head. Hey there, Sammy Joe, give us a kiss. <laughs> oh, uh, no, he was a sweet kid. Yeah, for some reason, I just uh, picture like a pirate saying that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, like it. Old Pirate Pete. Gosh. No, yeah, his name was Patrick. Yeah, first boyfriend's name Patrick. was Patrick. Yeah, give us a kiss yeah. here, Sammy Joe. He's missing he like was... six teeth, you know, in no. the front. <laughs> he didn't have any teeth missing. He's got, uh, he's he's got nice beard, boy. very scruffly, you know. No, he did beard. One eye's a little wild. It's kind of <laughs> <No, laughs> going around a little bit. No. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think huh? I was into? Okay, uh, Pirate Pirate Patty. I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, give us a kiss, Sammy Joe. You're Pirate Patty. <laughs> Pig Leg Patty. <laughs> That's what they call me on the streets and on the ocean. Hey, Pig Leg Patty. <laughs> All right, is that it? You got some trivia? Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Other than Final Pig thoughts? Leg Patty? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, no extra thoughts. All right, well, let me give you some trivia then. Please. When Willow and Tara talk at UC Sunnydale, Tara is wearing the leather jacket that Dawn attempted to give Buffy in season six, episode 14, Older and Far Away, Buffy's birthday. Oh, that thing. The leather jacket, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one she stole? Yep. Yeah. Tara's wearing it. What? Why? Did she buy it? I don't know. Maybe. What's the story here? She go and steal it from Dawn? Yeah, she's like, well, you know, you took it, so yeah, peace I'm out, klepto, and she takes it back. <laughs> uh, while shopping, Buffy and Dawn walk along the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Oh yeah, old old Thirty uh, Street Promy, huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never, I, yeah. You've never been there. No, I mean, I've been I to was Santa saying, Monica. I've I was probably like, been there. I was like, oh, I wonder. I was like, this looks familiar to me, and I I have been to Third Street Promenade. Is that the like? Uh, is that like the street that has like bricks and stuff? 
Like it's like a cobble cobblestone kind of street. Um, I think so. Yes. Yeah, I've been there. Um, that or am I thinking of? Yeah, no, I think so. So fun story. I used to go to this uh, blockbuster that was in. Um, it wasn't yeah, that far from Santa Monica. There's a fountain in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and you drive That's right. It. You can drive right through it, basically. Like it's not a drivable street, but like you can drive over it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I know it. Yeah, I've definitely been here with my uncle. Yeah, I gotta get back there someday. Okay, what else you got for trivia? When Buffy tells Spike that she suspects him to be spying on her with a camera, Spike says that he's changed. He denies Uh this. And not, if you not recall, those robot banging days. <laughs> <laughs> if you recall, uh, early on, season two, episode six, Halloween, Spike recruited a minion to spy on Buffy and record her. Remember, remember that a minion, a minion to record. Yeah, he had he had like a vampire working for him, mm, and the vampire was recording Buffy's like slaying sessions. Huh. Eh. Maybe. We see this in Halloween. Okay. That was a while uh, ago. Tara phrase, uh, paraphrases Yeet, the Yeats poem, The Second the Coming. The Yeats? <laughs> the Yeats? Is that what you said? You just say the Yeats? <laughs> <laughs> Am I hearing you right? Yeah, Yeet? <laughs> I should have just said his whole name. Yeah, it the Yeats, it huh? <laughs> Is that it a band? Even... Is that a band from the <laughs> UK? Hey, going up next is the Yates. <laughs> it didn't even dawn on me until I said it out loud. It's William Butler Yeats. Okay. Yeats? He's an Irish poet. <laughs> okay. I All hate right. you sometimes. Uh, Yeats. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you turning everything into a pirate? <laughs> Oh, it's pirate theme tonight, Sammy Joe. Dare Oh, what's great though? That's what is we like say when we're on the high seas and the sheets are four sheets to the wind, and we say, ah, oh, eats. Four eats to the wind. Ah, four eats to the wind there, Patty. <laughs> Hoist these sails, yay. <laughs> ah, get me parrot on me shoulder. Oh, I call him Mr. Eats. Mr. Eats, get me crackers. Okay, but you got to rhyme. He's a poet. Ah, I, I be a poet, and that's why I stow it. And that's why I got me sheets when I go and call all me friends Yeats. <laughs> anyway, yeah. she's paraphrasing his poem, The Second Coming, when she says things fall apart. They fall okay. apart so hard. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Oh, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Here you go. You're going to love this one, Pat. Okay, oh, wait for this trivia. Okay. During the scene where Tara and Willow kiss, yeah. at the end, Amber Benson accidentally used a little tongue And Allison Accidentally? Yeah. Wait, why am I going to love this? <laughs> I don't know, because you're because a Because I'm a male, and I'm just some chauvinistic, horny, male, testosterone-based Dude who just wants to see female on female action, Sammy Joe. I mean, you did make me look at Britney Spears' Instagram. Hey, before that was we off recording. the air. Okay. <laughs> a. 
And B, it wasn't because of the male gaze. It was because of the well. Human you told gaze. me to keep strolling down until I saw. <laughs> I needed you to take in the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> it's an experience. It's an experience that needs oh, to happen. Brittany. You need Brittany, to know what happened to you. It's okay. Just let her do her thing. She's doing her thing. She's, She's fine. fine. She's, She's fine. fine. Just let her express herself. Just yeah. Yeah. Just express as yourself. As long as she is fine. She's fine. She's doing great. She's got millions of dollars. She's cool. She's cool. Leave her alone. Yeah, leave Brittany alone. Okay? Yep. I eat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's all. Okay. uh, Well, are you ready for some loss there, Sammy Joe? This is a banger episode. You know it. It's so great. Yeah, banger episode. On the edge of my seat. I bet you were. This whole episode. All right, let's get Caring about everybody. To lost. This is Lost Season 5, Episode Don't Raspberry, Episode 15, Follow the Leader. Okay. Following the leader, the leader, <laughs> the leader. Original following air the date. Leader, wherever he may go. Is May 6, 2009, written by Paul Zibzuski and Elizabeth Sarnoff, and directed by Stephen Williams. Your predictions. All right, in episode 108 of this podcast, I said that Ben will have to help Locke now. He's going to hand over the torch because Locke has some connection to the island. Mm. Ben will listen to what Alex said. He'll be Locke's protector now. Mm, Okay. Uh, Last episode, I said Faraday is either really dead or (laughs) incapacitated enough where he won't be able to make his big changes, you know, throwing the big rocks into the river, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, And I said, all the original Oceanic 815 survivors will get back on the same timeline eventually, so we either need Faraday or Eloise to make that happen. Okay. All right. Good predictions. So we open this episode with a replay of the gun showdown between Daniel Ah Ah Faraday and Richard. Yeah, they couldn't couldn't just put that into the previously on. They had to take up extra screen time in this episode because that is how desperate they are to fill air time. Hold up. They had to set the stage, Sammy Joe. They had to set the stage so they cut away to Kate and Jack. Otherwise, we don't have any reference point. So we got to see, you know, we got to catch you back up. Like, oh, yeah, this is the emotional stakes. This is where we're at. All right, okay, fine. Oh, thanks. You actually took it. I'll give you that one. All right, thanks. Well, because they do cut away to to Kate and Jack. We do. Sure. So we're cutting back to Jack and Kate, who watch from the bushes, and Kate wants to maybe help, but Jack is like, "Eh, it's okay, let's let this happen, you know? See what what happens, you know? And then they go out to uh, help, and Jack starts scrambling, and he gets- Oh, yeah, he does. He gets hit by the butt of a rifle. And he gets all bloody, and a young Englishman holds his rifle up and says, and this is Widmore, and he says, just who the bloody hell might you be? And it's Widmore. Well, I am bloody now. Yeah. I'm Jackie the bloody. And he goes to- uh, Juicy Juice Jack. I'm Juicy Juice Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes to young Eloise to talk about these strangers hiding in the bushes. He says- would you care to tell me, Eloise, why the Dharma Initiative seems to have declared war on us? And she says, these people aren't from the Dharma Initiative, Charles. And he says, then where the hell are they from? And then title card, 30 years later. 
Sammy Joe. Mm-hmm. We see a model sailboat in a bottle. Richard Alpert, total nerd, is on a beach seemingly <laughs> meticulously building it. And a woman runs over to tell Richard he's here. And John Locke waltzes in with a dead boar on his shoulders. And yeah, we're not, gonna, a, not a bad way to enter the camp, you know? I know. And we're going to launch right into some lines. We're going to do a bunch of lines this episode, Sammy Joe, oh, just to keep great. you awake. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Listen, this remi- this scene reminds me of uh, the scene in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. When Robin Hood enters the feast and just slams a boar. <laughs> <laughs> table yeah <laughs> slams a dead boar right on the table in front of the king yeah oh good times god right, i who, love that movie who do you want to be you want to be richard alpert or Locke? uh i don't care who do you want me to be i don't care i'll be good Locke. so you care about as much as i do i'll be Locke. wonderful okay <laughs> so richard walk richard looks richard up and sees says him. john Hello, Richard. It's been a while. And they shake she- hands, and Richard <laughs> chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> nice chuckle. No, not like that. It's too giddy. Yeah. No, no, that's creepy. Break it down. Just... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, spooky. <laughs> Johnny boy. <laughs> Richard says, it's, it's been uh, three years. What happened? What? Where? Where were you? I'll explain on the way. (laughs) On the way where? It's going to be night soon. You and I have an errand to run. We don't have a lot of time. Based on the position of the sun coming down, (laughs) setting in the west. He licks his finger It's going to be night soon. (laughs) Uh, Unnecessary. (laughs) Uh, Richard regards Locke. I am regarding you. (laughs) What's wrong? Something different about you. I have a purpose now. Oh, purpose. He's on his own. I'm on my own journey now. Journey now. (laughs) Yeah, cut over to Ben Linus. And Son, looking on from afar, and Son asks who this Richard Alpert fella is, because he handsome, and what's up with that, huh? Is he single, or what's going on? And Ben (laughs) says, his name is Richard Alpert. He's a kind of advisor, and he has that job for a very, very long time. Yeah, but he never ages somehow. And he never ages, that son of a bee. Just he's just got a skincare routine. Yeah, he just yeah. rubs sand on his face every day. Yeah, Neutrogena every three hours. That's that's what that guy's regiment is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, son makes a beeline for Richard, and she marches right up to Richard Alpert and shows him a photo of the Dharma Initiative. And she asks if he recognizes the people in the photo. She says these people: Jack Shepard, Kate Austin, Hugo Reyes. They were here with my husband, Jin Kwan. Were you here? Do you remember them? Any of them? And Richard says, yes, I was here 30 years ago. And I do. I remember these people. I remember meeting them very clearly because I watched them all die. Lost titles. Whoa. Whoa. 
back with John Locke and Son. Son can't believe that they might all be dead. And John Locke tells her, I don't think we went through all this for nothing, son. Thanks, John. Richard gives back a rusty old compass, and Ben is making sandcastles like the little creep he is over in the corner. And John Locke... <laughs> what? Is he really? <laughs> I don't know. No, he's, he's not. He's not making sandcastles. But... Hey, guys, look at me. <laughs> Looky, I made a turret. One. This one's got a flag. Yeah, <laughs> I made a moat. <laughs> <laughs> I found some crab legs. Crab hey, legs tur- are the are the, the bridge now. They're the bridge. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my moat keeps disappearing. It's because the sand eats your water, Ben. (laughs) You need to create a trough of rocks to create the moat. He's not listening anymore. He's just singing (laughs) two boats in a moat again. All right. We tried to help. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think he was actually building. I actually sang that earlier, but I was singing two stoats in a moat, and Dave was like, "What are what are two stoats doing in a moat?" I was like, "I don't know." What's a stoat? Oh, stoat! They're like a little. They're like kind of little. Huh. Little cute little. little, uh, They kind of look like moles. Yeah. Nah, but they're cuter. Moly, moly, moly. They're more like a uh, an ermine. What? It's an ermine. They're like cute little. Come on. Okay. Just, All right. I'll, you know it. what? I'll take your word for it. It's nah. a cute little something. It's no, got fuzz. Gotta... It's got eyes. Whatever. Yeah. It's it got cute little ears. All right. Yeah. Cut back to the past just, just where look. Kate and Jack just are click in on the. This link. I, I, I got to. No, just I, click on this I, link. Uh, click on it. I'm not. It's not gonna pay off. And it's yes, just, it uh, will. Uh, let me. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's pretty adorable. Oh, it's pretty cute. <laughs> it's like a ferret. Yeah, it's like a fairy. Yeah, Thank you undersold you. it. it you said it's like a mole. Mole's like a little mouse without eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, this Sorry. is a ferret. He's, it's he's a fairy. prairie dog. I couldn't, I couldn't think of the word for fairy. Yeah, oh, okay. All right, that okay. did pay off. They got little I, I white take stoats. <laughs> yeah, all right. Stoats are very cute. Fucking you gotta put adorable. that in the uh, show notes. Okay, yeah, so two people can see stoats, the stoats in a boat. All right. Now you're like, now you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to be it. in that boat with two stoats. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be hugging some stoats. All right. Anyways, <laughs> back to the show. Back Cut to, to the, the past where Kate and Jack are in the other's tent, and this dude slugs Jackie right in the face, and he spits blood. And Kate and Jack talk about alternate timelines and the possibilities of a different timeline where all the misery disappears and they never even meet. And yeah, Kate if the says, plane if the plane never crashed. But right. if the plane never crashed, Jack, okay, that's not a good life for Kate. She would be headed to prison. All right, yeah. And she doesn't even bring that one. up. That's I true. I mean, she's like, but then we would never met. And it wasn't all bad, Jack. Uh, yeah, Kate, she said it's more not all misery. More importantly, Kate, you'd be headed to prison. Federal, Federal prison. Federal, yeah. Okay, have you seen Orange is the New Black? Yeah, right. Well, she hasn't because it's 2007. Right. Yeah. You haven't, but maybe because time travel, who knows? Right. Maybe. And emo Jackie says, enough of it was talking about misery. Like he's like, I was miserable the whole time because you loved other people who are bad boys. And I was trying to be the good boy savior. And you just wouldn't fall in love with me, Kate. Why? Why? I want my juicy juice. 
Eloise waltzes in and asks why Faraday needed the bomb, and Jack doesn't answer. And then young blonde Eloise squats down and gives a long, impassioned story like John John Locke would do. And she tells a story about her son. She's like, yeah, my son was this and that, and then I shot him, and what are you going to do? And Jack tries (laughs) to talk some sense into her, saying what she did, killing her son, was an accident. He said, your son came back here because he had figured out a way to change things. He doesn't have to be dead. You don't have to have killed him. If we do what's written in that journal, none of this will have happened. And Eloise says, does he know what he's talking about to Kate? And Kate says, he thinks he does. Oh, snap, Jackie. Mm. Kate's calling the kettle black. Eloise agrees to take them to the bomb, which is now secured underground, she says. And now someone has built a village over it. The Dharma Initiative has. Oh. Eloise is like, but it's all cool because y'all got Dharma jumpsuits. Blend Roy in. You know, and Jack's like, <laughs> she all of a sudden is Australian. Yeah, man, Ryan, shrimping the Bobby, and Jack's like, no, we can't do that, Eloise. Like, we kind of are outsiders now. We yeah. can't just waltz right back in. Cut to Radzinski beating the crap out of Sawyer or Lafleur, depending on who you are. Horace tries he to says, stop. He Radzinski. says, "I want my lawyer." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but uh. Uh, Horace is like, all right, come on. Because Horace is like all about peace and love. And Radzinski's like, let's beat the crap out of him and kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Radzinski's a wild card. Uh, But Horace fails at trying to stop him. And then Phil takes over. And Radzinski asks Lafleur where Kate is or he'll kill him. Well, first they say that they can't track down the fat one. Uh, we're and... getting there. We're getting there. Oh, okay. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry, sorry. So Radzinski beats the crap out of Sawyer in front of Julia. And Julia? Juliet. Juliet. <laughs> I was like, who's Julia? Juliet yells for him to stop and tells him that they are not bad people. And Horace wants peace, saying beating him is pointless, bro. Let's have peace and love and kumbaya. And Phil says he can make him talk and then spins around and he punches Juliet right in the kisser. Boom. Damn. Yeah. This is not This is crazy. This is crazy. This This is is crazy. Phil and Radzinski, they are unhinged. Get these guys out of here. Just wait till they get there, Sammy Joe. At the end of the season, they're going to get theirs. <laughs> yeah, all this you can't punch a lady in this season and not get away with. They're gonna get theirs, okay? I that's you my prediction. Spoiling it for me? I've never seen it. Remember? Oh right. We're okay. we're in no 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 pats land here. <laughs> no pats land. <laughs> so Sawyer grunts. Well, we'd be in no Sam's land too if it wasn't for this damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer grunts. I'm gonna kill you. <clears throat> yeah, real gruff. Yeah. I felt that one, you know? Yeah. Imagine being powerless like that. Someone beating on your hun like mm-hmm. that. Your honey boo Yeah, someone, your someone honey beating on Dave. Yeah, right? I'll Imagine lose my just, shit. Right? <laughs> That's where my vengeance demon come out. Right. They then ask who Hugo Reyes is, and Phil says, he's the fat guy. Cut to Hurley filling we, up well, his backpack. Well, they're like, we, we, can't track, we can't track down the fat guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, what? They can't track down Hurley? <laughs> this just made me laugh. Yeah, he's big, but you know what? He's uh, he's discreet. <laughs> <laughs> so he's filling up his backpack with snacks and supplies. He then scoots out to meet Miles and Jin. Hurley wants to rescue Sawyer, and then out of the bushes comes Dr. Chang. And they ask him what he's doing out there. And Chang wants to know if what Faraday said about the whole uh, you know, future thing was him being, you know, was that true? And we're going to do some more lines here, Sammy Joe. Oh, good. I like this part. Yeah, this is a good part. So you want to be Hurley or Dr. Chang? I'll be Dr. Chang because I'm sure you want to be Hurley. I don't care. Okay, I'll be Hurley then. Okay. I could ask you the same question. Because he said, what are you doing here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we asked you first. Your friend Faraday said that you are from the future. I need to know that if he was telling the truth. Dude, that's ridiculous. What year were you born? What year? Uh, 1931. You're 46? Yeah. Yes, I am. So you fought in the Korean War? There's no such thing. <laughs> Who's the president of the United States? All right, dude, we're from the future. Sorry. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, I know. I love it. It's uh, so funny. That was a Gotta laugh out Hurley. loud moment. Oh, Come yeah. On. Me too. Definitely. Great. Yeah. All right, dude. <laughs> like, we're from the future. Because wasn't, uh, didn't, didn't they originally talk about who was yes, president? This like, is what Hurley was worried this about. This is what Hurley was worried yeah, about. Yeah. He's like, yeah, look, what if they like, ask me who the president who's president is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they all agree to work together to get everyone off the island like what Faraday said to do. And back in the other's tent village, Eloise respectfully closes Faraday's eyes. <laughs> well, <laughs> because you that's know, good. Always got to do that. Put the coins when, there. Yeah, when you did, you got to respectfully close the eyes and then place some pennies on it, you know, to pay yeah, the, for, pay the pay the piper. No, pay to pay uh yep. the, the guy at the river guy. sticks. Yeah, the river I sticks. I can't remember who's at the river sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's Yeats, Mr. Yeats. I'm pretty no. sure that's the name. No? Get okay. the fuck out of here. She, not... <laughs> she then says she's going to bring them to the bomb, and Alpert says, tells Jack Char- that the Charon? man- Karen? Ch- Charon? Charon? Sharon? Sharon. Sharon? Sharon? My Sharona. Sharona. Dun, 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 Albert tells Jack that the man is Charles Widmore and that love can be complicated. You know, like Charles and Eloise, they're together. So, you know. Yeah, but also they're like arguing. So, you know, love is complicated. It's complicated. What? 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 All right. Thanks, man. Don't care. What do I need that? Yeah. Cut to the future where Locke walks and talks, torch time. Uh, Richard says... Well, I know that on the day that Ben here turned the wheel that you and I were sitting on a log, there was a bright light and there was a loud noise and then you just, you disappeared. And Locke says, well, Richard, you're just about to see where I disappeared to. And after we're finished with that, I'd like to take, I'd like you to take me to see Jacob. And Ben and Richard stop and they stare at Locke. And Ben says, that's not how it works, John. And Locke says, is that true, Richard? Is this going to be a problem? And Richard Mm -hmm. says, you just got back, John. There's no reason to rush into. And Locke says, I'm the leader now, right? I am the captain now. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Locke laying down the law. We like this, Locke. 
And Richard says, yes, John, that's right. And Locke says, good. Then I would like you to take me to Jacob. Can you do that? And Richard says, yeah, of course. Locke then leads them to a clearing and says, a man's about to walk out of the jungle. He's been shot in the leg. And Locke pushes a backpack into Richard's chest, and Richard's like, ugh. And Locke (laughs) says, you'll need this to get the bullet out. And Richard says, I'm sorry, John, I'm not. And Locke says, now just listen. This is the important part. You're going to need to tell him that he has to bring everyone who left back to the island. And when he asks how to do that, you tell him he's going to have to die. And a man hops out of the jungle grunting and approaches the plane. This man's bald. And hey. This man is one John Locke. Ben says, who is that man, John? And Locke says, me. So, Cut to the past. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, How that's interesting. That's little... be in two places at once. Uh-huh. Yeah, he should go meet himself, you know. But if... actually, wasn't, no, yeah. So, how? Let me ask you a question, Sammy Joe. How's that possible? If, uh, say, you stepped into a time portal, okay? Okay. And you jump back five years back, okay? Okay. We're going to jump back to 2018, Sammy Joe. Oh, boy. Okay, but you're yourself. You're yourself, Mm -hmm, okay? mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. you walk- Oh, actually, 2018, Sammy Joe? Okay, not too bad. You walk into yourself. Yeah. You you can see yourself Mm -hmm. from afar. Okay. Do you approach yourself and talk to yourself? Absolutely not. Really? Why? Because it's going to break the space-time continuum? That's the rules of time travel. You never talk to yourself. Why not, though? Because you'll go insane. What? You really? Will? Yes. So if one of me walked into the my bedroom, Pat, I yes, this I would book, go insane. This is I would book go insane. Three. <laughs> this is yeah. book three of Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. I'm just picturing it right now. If myself walked in, who is five years older than me, as myself, but five mm-hmm. years later, yeah. I'd lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're not supposed to do that. All right. Well, we put this one to bed very Number quickly. one rule of time travel. All right. See, this is why I keep you around, because if something like this happens, I got to have this knowledge to yeah. fall back on. I know. I have a lot of knowledge of this kind of, you know, futuristic, <sighs> yeah. end know. of the world, apocalypse stuff. You right. ask me, I will. I got a solution Magics. for you. I know. Yeah. Okay. Today, when I met with some of my girlfriends, we talked <laughs> about we talked about zombie apocalypse, uh-huh. and one of my friends said, you know, I read somewhere, she was like, I've been thinking about this and like you know how they say that when you get into a car accident if you're like you know obviously not drunk drunk but just like a little bit buzzed sometimes it's even better than if you're not if you're completely sober because you you tense up if you're sober but if you're like a little bit buzzed you're kind of like loose right you know so you don't tense up and get hurt as often yeah um, and she was like, I think that's how you got to be during the zombie apocalypse, just like slightly buzzed the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's, that's a bad smart. Idea. That's really smart. Yeah. So you're not like crazy anxious and like, you know, freaking yeah. out the whole time. I remember being a child and uh, talking to my mom about the same thing. Maybe not a child. It might have been 12 or something. But like mm-hmm. we had talked about the same thing when you get in a car accident 
and uh, you tense up, you know, you can really do some damage, right? Yeah. So I asked my mom, I said, so if I know that a truck's going to come hit us and I see the truck coming, I just got to go full like... <laughs> Limp. <laughs> yeah. And she, yeah. uh, she's like, yeah, pretty much. And I was like, okay, I'm going to practice that. So mm-hmm. everyone else freaks out and I go, oh, no. <laughs> oh. And I just deflate. You go yeah. full bean. <laughs> you go full, full ragdoll. Rag yeah. yeah. Just just flop around on the, on the passenger seat there. Yep. Yeah. All right. So uh, we cut to past future lock with a busted leg and Richard Alpert comes out of the jungle. And this is the scene we've seen before. Locke asks Richard what's happening and then tends to his bullet. So what's happening, bro? We then cut to Ben and other Locke looking on from afar. And we're going to do some more lines here, Sammy Joe. Yay. All right. This time you be Locke because I want to be Ben. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely let you be Ben. Yeah. You make a great Ben. I would never take that away from you. So Ben says, this must be, this must be. This must be quite the out-of-body experience. Something like that. Your timing was impeccable, John. How did you know when to be here? The island told me. Didn't it ever tell you things? No, John, and clearly it hasn't told you where Jacob is, or you wouldn't need Richard to show you. You've never seen him. What? Jacob, you've never seen him, have you? Whooshing fud. Fud. (laughs) And Richard's now alone at the plane. What just happened? Where did you go? To give Richard his compass back. (laughs) (laughs) Richard comes back to Ben, or to Locke and Ben, and Richard says, you want the bullet? And Locke says, keep it. Everything go all right? And Richard says, well, you you seem pretty convinced, especially when I said you were going to die. I'm certainly glad that didn't have to happen. And Locke says, actually, Richard, it did. We better get back to camp. Mm-hmm. Cut back to Dr. Chang coming down to Radzinski, who's in a mad scramble, super power trip, this guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dr. Chang says, we're under imminent threat. If we start drilling, there's a high probability of cataclysmic accident. And Radzinski says, we are drilling an unschedule. Okay, and Sawyer then drill, chirps baby, up drill. and says that if they put him and Juliet on the sub, he'll tell he'll tell them anything they want to know. Radzinski tosses a notebook on Sawyer's lap and tells him to draw a map to Kate. He's like, yeah, draw a map to her. Who put this guy in charge? Okay, I know. What How happened? Did he just, what happened I thought he was to... like a bumbling idiot a few episodes back, and now he's like king of the castle. Yeah, he was just making models. Yeah, but you know what, Sam? This is what happens sometimes. Bumbling idiots become like king of the castle somehow because there's too many weak people around, and they just well, let it Pat, happen. As they say, you know, in the uh, as they say, as they say, in the uh-huh. land of the blind, the one-eyed yeah. man is king. All right? What's that mean? Cyclops? Cyclops? A cyclops man? Is that what you're saying? Just if everybody else is, you know, shutting uh-huh. down or inadequate yeah. in some way That's some true. person who's got half of an idea is gonna yeah. be i know rise to the top. this happens all the time i see it all around me just the the person who's loud enough and confident enough they will get all the stage time and airtime because people just go oh wow he must know what he's talking about and it's like 
Uh, what? Case in point, Trump. Okay, we we don't have to. We don't have to go politics. I think, okay, I think the people know. Let's where not I'm at. lose our half our base here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I anyways, apologize for who I am, Jack. I'm uh, on my own journey now. Uh, cut to Kate and Jack and Eloise, and Kate wants to go back to the Dharma village, and Jack warns her not to go. When Kate decides to walk off, gunfire erupts, and for a second, it's almost like Kate is shot. But yeah, then, everybody's getting shot. It's revealed that Saeed was hiding in the jungle with a handgun, and he holds up the others with his hand cannon. Jack and Saeed and Kate chat about Ben Linus not being dead and how they saved a young Ben, Linus. And Saeed is like, why dad, Why would you do that? Why would you save a young Ben? What? And what? Kate's like, why did I do that? Since when did shooting kids and blowing up hydrogen bombs become okay? I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, you got kind yeah. of a point there, Kate. Yeah. Jack says, the three of us disappeared off that plane and ended up here, ended up now, because this is our chance to save to change things, man. And Kate's like, and if you're wrong, then everyone on this island dies. Do you understand that? And Jack says, I'm not wrong, Kate. This is it. This is why we're here. This is our destiny. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And she's like, you know who you sound like? Yeah, she Lock, says, you know who you crazy. sound like? Because he was crazy, too, Jack. You said so yourself. And Jack says, well, maybe I was wrong. And Kate says, no, you were right. I'm going back to find the rest of our people because I can't stop you. Then, then if, why did you come to the island? If I can't stop you, then maybe they can. Yeah, no, Why did you come to the island, Kate? Yeah. And then Kate sods off, and Jack's like, can? <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a loudspeaker in vans of Dharma peoples with suitcases. Dr. Chang is yelling at his wife to make her leave. He says, I want you to leave now. And then Hurley's like, why is he yelling at her, dude? And Miles is like, it's the only way he can get her to leave. Yeah, so he realizes now that's what's yeah, going on. Yeah, that's why he was such a that's jerk. What, yeah. Yeah. That's why he wasn't around. Right. Because he was a really present father first, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hurley's like, sorry, man. They then see Sawyer in handcuffs with Juliet. He has big plans to buy Microsoft and bet on the Cowboys for the Super Bowl and get rich because, you know... They're going to go back to the mainland and then yeah. they, you know, then they then tell him to get into the sub and Juliet goes in first before Sawyer turns to look at the island one last time. And he says, good riddance. And then enters the sub cut to Jack and Eloise. She tells him where the bomb might be. And Jack dives down deep and swims through some underwater water canal. I'm not sure I can chamber. hold my breath that long. Huh? Seemed no? like a long time to hold your breath. Yeah, you know, I did some swimming uh, when I went out to Legoland, and uh, we swam in the pool, and I did some underwater swimming. It's all, always my favorite thing to do is dive down underneath and then swim the whole length of the pool, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I like to hold my breath underwater, but when you're exerting yourself and, like, swimming, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah, and, like, not sure when you're going to surface. Right. Like, panic sets in. Right. But I guess so do, uh, you know... Right. You know what you have to do? aren't the right word, but. The fight or flight. Fight or flight, yeah. Yeah. You know what you got to do in those instances when the panic starts to set in? You got to keep going. No, you just go fully limp, ragdoll. 
I think somehow, not in this situation. Somehow the underwater currents you just, just <laughs> and you can hold your breath longer, and then you know, you know eventually the current. Yeah, will I, push I think you. that's bad advice. No? Please do not take that. Right. Disregard that advice. Okay, I don't know. It's just spitballing, just trying to mm-hmm. think of some, you know, creatively outside the box, you know. Um, so we cut to Jack and Eloise swimming. All right, Jack pops out at the end and enters into a really cool hidden temple. Looks like the smoke monster chamber. Kinda, yeah, a little bit. There's and all Eloise, these hieroglyphs on the wall. Eloise and Saeed then pop up behind him. It's kind of like, uh, remind me of Goonies or something, you know? Yeah. Like, this one's mine. I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. It reminded me more of like a, you know, Indiana Jones type of. Okay. Uh, kind of remind me of Legends scene. of the Hidden Temple too. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. The golden monkeys. Definitely. The totally green remember iguanas. that. Okay. They all have torches, and Eloise says, let's get started, and they take off. Cut to the future, and Albert and Locke walk onto the beach with torches, like Survivor. You know, beaches, torches. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Albert says they can leave in the morning, and Locke wants to go right now. Locke then t- wants to give a speech, which Albert is like, all right, fine, give a speech. So John says, hello, everyone. My name is John Locke. I've been told that for some time you have been accepting orders from a man named Jacob. And yet, oddly enough, it seems that no one has actually seen him. Now I'm sure that there are good reasons why his existence and whereabouts are secret. I just don't know what they are. And son is like, this man, Jacob, can he tell us how to bring Jin and the rest of our people back here? And Locke says, absolutely. Richard how has agreed to- How do you know that? How do you know that, John? You're just saying no, I like, just know. I, I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. Also, during his whole speech, <laughs> Ben looks like he's like mopey, like a chastised child. He's like, oh. He's in the corner. Yeah, I need a bunny Why? to shake right now. Oh. Why you gotta bring that's that what, up? That's what makes Ben happy. That why you gotta bring that up? <laughs> Richard has a he says Richard has agreed to show us where we need to go. So I'm gonna go and see Jacob right now, and I'd like all of you to come with me. And all the others murmur general agreement murmur. and nod their heads. They're like, yes, yes, we are peons. We are sheep. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We don't oh. know who you are, but oh. we'll follow you because mm-hmm. we follow anybody. And then Richard says to Ben, I'm starting to think uh, John Locke is going to be trouble. And Ben says, why do you think I tried to kill him? And Ben's face is stone cold. Music sting out. Oh, yeah. Cut back to Juliet and Sawyer. On the boat saying that when they dock, they are free. And Julia- They're going to be so happy. We're going to start a new life together. Yeah. It's going to be so it's nice. great. And they James. hold hands. Everybody's and he tells happy. Her that he has her back. And she tells him that she loves him and he loves her back. And then surprise, surprise. Guess who comes down the hatch hole? They lock up Kate- Austin, right next to them, and Kate looks up and says, "Hey," and Juliet's like, "I'm just a girl next door, no problem." Oh yeah, Sawyer. I'm a girl. Still got Juliet's back now that Kate's here. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
The sub fires up and begins to dive, dive, dive. Lots of red lights and noise. It's DEFCON 3, and we see the sub take off and go underwater. Very nice After Effects work. Did you see that sub? Oh, yeah. Dave was like... like, (laughs) (laughs) Dave was like, wow, the uh, visual effects on this sub is not good. Hey, this is back in the day, you know. You know, I would call this sub par. Yeah, you, that's good. Mr. Yeats approves. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to Jack and Saeed with torches in the temple hallways. They find the Jughead bomb. Eloise says, well, what now? And whoosh cut to a beach at sunset. A group of survivors march together. Locke, Sun, Ben, and Richard Alpert all in tow. Ben tells Locke that Richard has expressed reservations about Locke's intentions, sowing the seeds of discord, of course. Mm, I think you skipped over something I wanted to talk about. Do we Pfft, do me? we go back to uh, Faraday's mom? Yeah, when she uncovers the thing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, and Maybe then Locke it, ben. thanks him for the info, and Ben says... I know we've had our differences in the past, John, but I'm here to follow you now. So if you need Jacob to help you reunite your people, then I'll do whatever. And Locke says, I'm not interested in being reunited with my people. And Ben says, what do you mean? You told son. And Locke says, I know what I told her, but that's not why we're going to Jacob. And Ben says, then why are we going to Jacob? And Locke says, so I can kill him. And Ben, stunned, stops in his tracks and falls behind as the rest of the column passes him by. Music sting. Boom. Lost title. Okay, yeah. So we did skip over this part. Okay. So when Richard, Eloise, Jack, Saeed are all walking through the tunnels. Yeah. You know, Saeed is like, Jack. They Jack and Saeed kind of hang back and Saeed says, Jack. I'm sure it's occurred to you that this woman's motivation in helping us detonate a hydrogen bomb is only to annihilate the Dharma Initiative. And Jack says, yes, but I still trust her. Said says, why? Jack says, because 30 years from now, she's the one who's going to tell us how to get back to the island. And Said says, and that makes you trust her? And Jack nods. And in my notes, <laughs> I wrote, if she wanted you to annihilate the Dharma Initiative... That's exactly why she would tell you how to get back to the island, you dumbass. That doesn't yeah. give her you reason to trust her. Trust? Come on, Jack. Juice? Also, nobody's going to ask how long of a walk they're in for. Everyone's just like, yeah, we're going to yeah, go okay, for a walk. No yeah. problem. I got my walking if shoes on. If you and I were in that uh, column, it'd be kind of a little different. Are we there <clears throat> yet? Excuse me. John, John, Do we John? have any snacks? John, how much Mr. longer Lock? would you say? Mr. Locke? You, not, did you put on sunscreen or something? Your head's going to burn. We're on the beach. It's nighttime, you, you idiot. Why does he wear a hat? He should wear a hat. It's it, nighttime. His scalp's going to... Oh, right. It's nighttime. But also, yeah. What about... What does he do during the day? Yeah. He must have some sort of like aloe like rub that he has. Yeah. Hey, what's I don't he, know, what's... but I'm hungry. Are yeah, you... I'm hungry. Anybody else hey, hungry? Um, hey, can we stop for a barbecue? Is there going to be a popcorn? Can Any... we stop for a barbecue? There... Barbecue. Ooh, you brought barbecue. this boar, but you hey. know, we haven't done anything <laughs> with it. Did you hear her? She said, Borb... John, 
he's not looking. John. Why John. is everybody pushing us to the back? I don't know. He's got God. Just uh, you get yeah, stop. Uh, uh, I'm not wearing the John, right shoes John, for this. Barbecue. <laughs> that guy liked it. I think. Oh no, he wasn't laughing at us. It's something else oh, he said. It's uh, on his phone. Barbecue. Looking at his Instagram. It's a b- bar. It's. I don't think they get it. I don't think they get yeah. it either. Well, we'll probably stop soon, right? Uh, they're. I gotta pee. Yeah. Did everybody go to the bathroom before they left? I think you just do what uh, that that short guy did. Uh, the one with the the funny colored pants. He uh he walked through the water. I'm pretty sure he was taking a pee. I think okay. he, he said he was gonna cool okay, off. Okay, I'm gonna go and do that. Yeah, yeah. Just act like you're cooling okay, off. Just... Yeah. Sammy's cooling off. Definitely not going to the bathroom or nothing. Hey, why yeah, don't make a weird him? face. Don't make a weird face while Okay. Well, I can't do this while yeah, I'm walking. Well don't just uh, pay attention to the whatever, the moon. Just just go. Okay. Come Wor- back. Okay. Did it work out? Did it- Look, now my shoes are wet. Now I'm wet. It's getting colder. That guy knows. getting colder. He's looking I'm at I'm wearing you. a he dress. Knows. I got pee all over my dress. This is disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. You know, survivor life is really tough, John. We should stop and have a barbecue. Are we going to have that boar? Yeah, let's have a barbecue. You brought us a boar, but yeah. we didn't do anything with all it. All right. Okay. All right. I, I don't think he's stopping. All right. We'll Are just we there walking. yet? Yeah. How much longer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do I, think I have it, time to switch out my shoes? I think it goes something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you want some trivia there, Sammy yeah, Joe? All right. So <laughs> Naveen Andrews, or Saeed, mm-hmm. appears after being missing for three episodes. We haven't wow. seen this guy in three eps. Yeah, okay. we love Saeed. Yeah, he can get it. He can get for it. The second episode in a row, a season from the season premiere is shown in a different context, huh? What? Look at that. Well, you know, the season premiere episode that we saw at the beginning of the season? Yes. There was a scene in it of which they brought back oh. in this episode like they did previous episode. Okay. Okay. It's when we see John Locke again. Okay. You know, you uh, don't the, have to put every trivia piece in. The scene in Because You Left, where Richard encounters the injured Locke, is repeated in this episode without any additions or modifications, Sammy Joe. Same exact episode. Mm-hmm. Or same exact scene, rather. Uh, this is Because the, they got to fill stuff now. This is the eighth episode to take place completely on the island. Number eight. Mm. Huh? Okay. Not bad. Uh, in the... In this episode, the submarine logo is introduced. I didn't see it. I didn't recognize it. I didn't either. Okay. Uh, the compass exists in a self-contained temporal... You know what? I'm not going to read this. I don't know what, what's going on here. Uh, the same... <laughs> nope. I'm not going to read that either. Unbeknownst to Jack and Kate, a young Ben... A young Ben recovering from Saeed's shot is resting inside Richard's tent at the hostiles camp. Oh, do we see that? No, uh, we don't see that. No, it's from Dead is Dead. No, I I know, but we don't actually see Ben. No. In the tent in this no, episode. No, we don't actually yeah. see him. When Pierre Chang it's accuses unbeknownst. 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 Right. Oh. Yep. 
When Pierre Chang accuses Hurley of being from the future, he asks, who's the president in 1977? This is the exact question Hurley feared he would be asked when joining the Dharma Initiative in the episode Namaste. Right. Good stuff. And that's all the trivia I got for this episode. Nice. Yeah. All right. Favorite moments. What's your favorite moment of Buffy? I love the end when Tara says, can we just skip all that? Can you just be kissing me right now? And For then the big they old kiss a Rooney. I love it. Okay. All right. Even though I am a hardcore Willow and Oz fan. Yeah. You I like do love, Willow I do and love Tara. This. You just I like Willow getting moment. the love. Yeah. I love Willow. Yeah. She deserves um, to be happy. For me, uh, I kind of like, and I don't know if we really called it out in the episode, but I like when Spike says, get out. And he says it like in a low growl. Oh, yeah, to Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he tells her to get out. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't like the bu- the Willow and Tara scene because I know fine. how much you want them to be together. Right, but I feel like if I call that my favorite, then it's just going to strengthen the fact that you think that I just want to see two chicks make out all the time. Oh, no, I don't really think that. <laughs> all right, so I'll you go with Spike. That. Get out. Okay. Good, baby. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, What's favorite, your favorite moment of Lost? Favorite moment of Lost is definitely Hurley and Chang. I mean, come Me on. too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when he says, who's the president? And he's like, all yeah. right, dude, from the future. We're from the or future, from I'm the sorry. Future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. All right, yeah. what episode wins? Buffy. Yeah, it's Buffy. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot um, of good stuff in this Buffy episode. A lot of trash in this Lost episode. Yeah. What are we doing? Predictions here? Yeah, predictions. All right. Didn't I have one? I had one that I said to keep in our melons. Um, Something about Anya. Anya? Okay. So, oh, yeah, I got it. So Anya has uh, gone back to the dark side because of, uh, what's his name? Coffrin? Xander? Is it Coffrin? Oh, Dehoffrin? Dehoffrin? Yeah. So Dehoffrin has uh, given her some uh, some some powers back because he convinced her uh is some medallion or something maybe it's that disc is that is it the disc that they were after does that have something to do did we answer what that was okay well uh we don't exactly know but it was clearly showing them where they need to go for something um but go. Putting together some context clues uh-huh. about vengeance demons. Yeah. What was it that that was destroyed that made Anya not a vengeance demon anymore? I don't remember. What was destroyed of Anya's? I don't remember. That Halfrek also had. A sword? No. Hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> a necklace. A necklace. That was yes. my second guess. Sure. After a sword. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So remember, remember Giles destroyed Anya's necklace? Uh, no, I don't, but okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So she's, uh, she's tainted. Something's up. All right. She's got to get her. <laughs> she's got to get her, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just power on through to a different prediction, okay? Okay. Uh, so, so the trio. TLDR, Anya. You think Anya's a vengeance demon again? Yeah, for now. Yeah, okay. but she'll come back. Don't worry, she'll be all okay. right. 
because okay. we like we like Anya. She's cool. She's good people. She made a mistake. All right. I think her and Xander are going to get back together. All right. I still think that uh, they're going to make amends. I don't think she's going to go to the dark side. I okay. did for a second. But uh, I was like, oh, this is good. She's going to go dark and it's going to be a big thing. She mm-hmm. might go a little bit darker for a little bit, but she is going to find her way back. Okay. okay. Because we all like. You really couple. believe in redemption in Buffy. Uh, I do. I do. I yeah. feel like people come back. I feel like they make mistakes and they come back. You know, yeah. if the if the uh, if the heart is there, you know, there's a there's a road back home. All right, wow. put that on. That's a t-shirt. beautiful. It's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and that's good. I think that's good. Let's okay. leave it there. You don't you don't want to say anything about the trio? Uh, trio. What do you think they're up no. to? Yeah, I'm just going to double down. Jonathan's going to save the day, and he's going to kick. He's going to kill. Kill? Kick? He's going to do something to Warren. Wow. Right? Jonathan's going to take something out Warren. Something with a K, either a kill yeah. or a kick. And then what's the third guy? Daniel, what's in? What's Andrew. Andrew. So Andrew is just caught in the middle, and mm. uh, Jonathan and Andrew. Jonathan will show Andrew the, the way of the, the Jedi. And take out Warren and then take him under his wing. And then like brothers in arms, they will walk away together, triumphant in turning a new leaf. Wow. That's yeah. beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's a beautiful right, what's prediction. What's your predictions for Lost? I honestly feel like I had one um, as we were talking. But, uh-huh. but now it does not uh, strike you? Mm, yeah I kind of feel like Jacob is not real you think he's a a A figment a a figment a man in the sky yeah okay so I'm just gonna go ahead and say that Jacob isn't real doesn't exist I don't know maybe I'll be wrong but I feel like it's gonna be like a you know Wizard of Oz situation Okay. Where he's either not real and they just kind of made him up or, you know, he's just like some guy with like some cool tools. Cool tools? Who like, you know, hides behind a... <laughs> okay. <laughs> hides behind I like, like a screen. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm the great and powerful Jacob. I am the great and powerful <laughs> Jacob and I'll do not pay attention to the man behind the tiny curtain that is just my assistant, Mr. Eats. <laughs> it's the little mouse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I okay. think he either doesn't exist or is some sort of Wizard of Oz situation. Wow. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say. Okay. All right. This. Well, that's a good prediction. <laughs> I like. The, I can't even. I, like I can't even prediction. try to figure out this mess. Sure. Okay. okay. What do you? What do you? What media do you have to recommend? Uh, you first. No, you first. You first. Okay. Fine. I'm. Gonna, All right. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend the Netflix miniseries "Self Made," inspired okay. by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. So. C. J. Walker. Madam C.J. Walker is recognized in the Guinness Book of World Records as the first American self-made female entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, American self-made female millionaire. Okay. And she was a black woman uh-huh. who was born on a cotton plantation to slaves. Well, they had just been emancipated, but... Okay. Um, so she started out 
as you know a penny pennyless uh-huh. child of Rags former slaves story. essentially yeah it's and it's really great she started um a beauty you know beauty beauty hair care business that became you know much bigger than that for um for black women uh-huh. and you know really learned how to use multi-level marketing correctly uh-huh. um and it, i mean her story is just incredible it's inspirational and octavia spencer plays madam cj walker she's phenomenal in it it's only four episodes very good really loved all it. right yeah very good and i will recommend i just had something in my brain and now it's gone no i'm gonna recommend ford v ferrari Really? Which, <laughs> yeah, Sammy Joe, because uh, I uh, it's a great movie. All right, seen it a couple times. That was uh, one of the last movies I saw before the pandemic. It's got Matt Damon and uh, Christian Bale, amongst others. I feel okay. like I actually was sort of interested in seeing this. This is a really good movie. Oh, and I met uh, the producer of the film. She was a Wesleyan alum, and she came in and did a 60 Seconds. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. also, I think part of the reason why I wanted to see it was because it has Katrina Balf in it. She's uh, okay. she's main main character in Outlander. Gotcha. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's very good. Um, it's directed by James Mangold, who I also got to see at a Q&A when I was living in Hollywood. I don't mm. know if I ever told you, but I lived in LA I never for a little knew bit. that you lived in LA. Yeah, no, so, yeah, I lived in me. LA. I'll tell you about it someday. But yeah, it, it was when 310 to Yuma came out, and mm-hmm. uh, he did a Q&A screening before the movie came out, and I got to go to an early screening. It's great. Anyways, Such a name I was dropper. testing out. I love to drop names, you know? Um, I was testing out uh, the new theater that we're building in the studio. Oh, four K cool. laser projector, and, and you were I like, used, "This is a good movie to watch." Yeah, I used the four K disc of Ford v Ferrari, and it looked great. So I'm going to recommend that this week. Okay. Yeah. So there you have it. We got through another one, Sammy Joe. That is episode. 112 for kicking and streaming. So until next time, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places that you can find us and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That is the only correct rating that we uh, we uh, allow. And uh, what else, Sammy Joe? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. We like to hear your favorite moments of episodes which one would win for you that week and if we entertain you support us on buy me a coffee you know we don't have ads so throw us a few bones buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com and And always remember remember that streaming streaming is, is better, better with, with Yeats. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I could see yeah, it in your I, eyes. I That's saw it in you your going. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm, okay. All right. Until okay. next week, we'll see you on the flippity flop. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.